Dude, dude, now, now. Who is your father? I wish we had. I wish the fart buttons lasted as long as the um, applause button. It's like a crowd full of farting. Where's the fart piano? I don't know. It's buried <laughs> under all this crap in front of me. There we go. Bury me. Right, who's who's taking it? We got I got four it. people here. Somebody take it. I got. I got it. Welcome everyone to the heaviest night of the month here on the johnny bean tv channels of channels we have on the uh, top left corner we have mr johnny bean welcome himself glad to be well, here thank you, so much. thank you thank you <laughs> and then on the top right all the way from friday nights and twitch wednesdays kurt 5150 welcome i'm from the oregon trail oregon trail and the man, the myth, on the bottom left, on his 45th birthday, Jason Hannon. Happy birthday. Wow, 45. Yeah. Yeah. Old balls. Happy birthday, wow. bro. I got to get rid of those bags back there. And lastly, it's me, your host of Metal Wednesday, Erection Jam. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in on Wednesday, because I know you have nothing going on. So welcome, and uh, come hang out with us for the next couple hours. So thank you. A couple hours? Is that what we signed up for? Yeah, we're going to like 2 a.m. Yeah, maybe in uh, Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> Show's over, everybody. Good night. Coming in hard and heavy, boner jams. Hello. With no lube. That's how I yep. roll. Well, welcome Just everyone. In, Thank you for, for tuning in. Um, have a, a fun show in store for for you guys. And um, but first, Jay, how was your your birthday, man? What do you mean? How was my birthday? No, I said, how's your birthday? My birthday? I said, is as is going on <laughs> right good? now. Oh, it was good. Kind of uneventful. Jeannie worked. Um, worked and, you uh, over? Huh? Worked you over? <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> Um, so just hung out with, uh, I can't, um, was it a good birthday? Do you have a good birthday? Yes, I did. All I had right, a good, good birthday and I may you have taken, older? um, I may, I may have taken something a couple hours ago. So that's your birthday. So if, my, if my stories either go nowhere or if they go everywhere, you know why. Okay. Well, thank you for. <laughs> Letting us know. So, so feel free to throw the spike strips across the 
across the the hot the freeway from time to time <laughs> if I, if I keep going. Yeah, wow. just don't slide head first into it. Oh no! Uh oh! It's my best. My stomach. It's my stomach. Oh! <laughs> I think he's saying happy birthday. I think. Yeah. Doggy man, style. I, that that deserves some thumbs ups, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Birthday gonna, thumbs. Give myself one. Right up the. Ooh. Up the irons. It's gonna be that type of show. <laughs> yeah. We'll have Kurt matrixing every so often when his internet feels like it. So. <laughs> Straight I figured my internet is for those non-hot girls that want to do a Twitch stream or a cam show, and you just can't tell how good looking they are because it's so blurry, so it works. Yeah. Johnny, can you uh, find that that uh, meme I sent to you the other day of uh, Kurt watching uh, adult film content at 2 a.m.? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, I, I sent you a, a meme of a Kurt. Where, did I see this? Where did you send it? Was it just send it to your uh, grinder carrier account. pigeon? What? <laughs> this is it'll be it'll be there in a few weeks. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, uh, from Debo's pigeon coop. Yeah, Ch- channel forty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yep. That's, yeah, yeah, that's Cobra Kai. Please, some corn. Cobra Kai, please uh, do something to that with Kurt. <laughs> the best of Riz, the best of was, the best there ever will be. Take him out and put Kurt's face in. That'd be great. I'm not as tan as the Hitman is. <laughs> True. All right, John. Remember John, that, you want to bring days, up? Uh... Remember those days? Oh yeah, dude. I think I saw. I think I see a nipple. Real quick, real quick. Here we go. Turn the sharpness up. <laughs> Become a channel member. Click the join button. Oh, now we're on to the executive producers. The top tierdom of Johnny Bean TV producers. We have Dave Ennis, Final Freak 5150, Mike Neese, Music Thera- uh, Therapy Laszlo, Majestic PB and J. Kip, Wayno, Positive Ada. Flag, Sherman Callahan, Andy Carson, ADHD, Sharp. Michael B, R Habs, Warlog, The Chad, Chad, Lawrence Christensen, Lenny Lou and Mary, James Gum, Johnny Moronic, Paul Martin Woods. It's like a human law firm over there, Paul Martin Woods. <laughs> Paul Martin Woods. <laughs> Stephen Franklin, Michael Smith. Michael Smith. Well, you gotta read the uh, yeah, you're just the captain, everybody. It's the captain. Jesus. Well, you got to read the whole thing, and then I then I interrupt the captain. Oh, no, he's not last. Is, is he last? No. Well, so we be. have uh, Thomas Santiago, Joe Christian, Jimmy Ray Hawkins, David Allen Greer, and Steve yeah, Carmichael. Yeah. Steve Carmichael. <laughs> Carmichael. Hated it. <laughs> Hated Three snaps it. in a circle. Uh-uh. <laughs> wow. Become the channel member, click the join button. You guys all know what to do. Yep. Yes. Yes. And since I'm here, normally I'm not here on on Wednesdays, but since I'm here, if you want to help support the channel, support these shows, a super chats will change the color of these lights in the guitar moir. And uh, let's see, we're live on Facebook, John Bean TV Facebook page, where we have Facebook stars, which is a digital gift that helps in the production of these shows. 
We're live in the exclusively Van Halen group, which is just craziness. There's so much going on crazy. going on over there. It's amazing. Crazy. It's amazing how much content is, is over there. Uh, EVH Gear Live Facebook group and Facebook page. Johnny Bean TV Facebook page as well. And there's actually a new feature on the channel here. New feature. Brand new feature. You can support the channel with super thanks. Thanks, man. which is basically it's like uh, it's like a super chat, like any time on any video, like it doesn't like not even live. You can actually help support the channel, and I think your your comments get pinned to the top of the uh, of the of the comment section. So you can you, so technically you can go back and you can comment on some of my videos that have like hundreds of thousands of views, and your comment will get pinned right there on the top. So if I went those, back and put five bucks in every show that Rob Johnson had a girlfriend on, you'd make a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> There's been a few. Well, we have a special feature tonight, Johnny. And I'm not sure if you were privy to this. All of them are here at once. We have all of them in one place. <laughs> Instead of the, uh, the guitar noir lighting up and changing colors. Kurt had a button down on before. He was just going to go button for button. <laughs> Each super chat. Each super button. chat, just straight nip. Yeah. I changed. See? Ventriloquist Kurt. <laughs> I'm going to rip this like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Coke Hogan? Coke Hogan. Coke Logan. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like, never mind. Oh, man. Thanks for the birthday wishes, everybody. I, I see him in the chat. I see him. Thank you very much. Seated. Yeah. So, Johnny, why don't you uh, go take a, a lozenge, a throat <laughs> lozenge? <laughs> oh. Go take care oh, of yourself. Dad. We'll be here. Sorry. I got these. Ricola. Ricola. Yeah. Big pipe. <laughs> Whatever the hell that thing is called. A bong. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> we'll be here. Hop in whenever you'd like. Go rest up. We have lots, lots to chat about. Man, it's kicking him, kicking him off his own channel. <laughs> God, I, 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 I know he's struggling right now. He was like creeping right before the show got on. He was just creeping into the chair. So Just slide in. He's asleep huh? right now. Yeah. Wait, I I just I just got a, a sponsorship. Who is it? Sweet. Ricola. Some sort of wireless guitar system. Some Johnny's get. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I I got sponsored by something. I don't even know what it is. Wireless <laughs> guitar system. I just got a message from somebody saying they're looking to get someone to try out their wireless. Let's call them. Why don't you give them a shout on there? <laughs> no, send them the link. Awesome. I don't know who it is. I, I just saw it. I'll I'll look I'll look into it. That's pretty cool. Nice. Right on. That's cool. I'd like to apologize to everyone in advance for my herpes in my mouth. Right there. <laughs> well, now that we see it, it's painful. We got Wayno here. I'm at a bar. Almost forgot about metal. How can you almost forget? Full house tonight. Never this knew. Fifty-one fifty. Listen to guitar with a ton of chorus on it. <laughs> Why wouldn't yeah. you? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, What's up, Wayno? 
Uh, Wayno, when you said full house, I was thinking about Kimmy Gobbler. I wasn't thinking about the full blouse. (laughs) (laughs) It's called full mouth. All right, enough of that. Um, (laughs) We'll bring that on to uh, on the Saturday. Saturday. With John Bull. So, yeah, uh, to talk about all right, guys, today. you ready? You ready to get into this? Yeah, Let's I mean, it. yes. All right. So, everyone, we have a special treat with Kurt fifty one fifty in attendance. So, we're going to go over a few things, but let's uh, briefly hop into what's new and exciting in the world of hard rock and metal. Jay's favorite band, Lincoln Park. Um, they said they have no plans on writing a new album. Did anybody ask? Um, I think someone asked Mike Shinoda. Okay. Because I, I love I love when you see these bands, like that you, that you haven't heard their name in decades sometimes, and they haven't even been on the radar. You barely hear anything of them, and then all of a sudden they come out with a press release on like Blabbermouth or something. We have a uh, you know we're not going to be making a new album. We're not going to be blah blah blah. It's like anybody ask, <laughs> you know? Everybody's like, it's different when like Tool or something obviously isn't making an album for years and years, and you know in that sense or you know, Brian's favorite Slipknot, like when those guys, you know, they take a while too, but for a band that's literally been retired or whatever, or just off the radar, I love those press releases. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to be releasing an album, but go check out our old stuff and, and buy it. Yeah. Like, like, like right? if Gizmachi put out a press release and was like, we have no plans on making a new album. <laughs> There'd be five people be like, damn it. I was hoping they were going to do another one. Son of a, speaking of like blabber mouth and i and i said i send this stuff all the time to uj right Mm -hmm. they have the worst articles ever you know they'll talk about they're harder even yeah like like one of the um cory taylor went to mcdonald's today and was not happy with a shamrock shake like (laughs) who cares yes but at the same time most of the articles on Blabbermouth and a lot of these sites now, the band or the artist is the one getting it on there. What? Yes, the publicist and stuff like that, like their PR team. They're the one, you know, obviously if somebody sees whatever, certain bands they're going to cover no matter what. But a lot of the bands that aren't those 1A tier bands, mm-hmm. they're, the, they're the ones paying Blabbermouth yeah, to put up their the story. Uh, news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, plus that they're 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 putting out content literally like like every like five minutes. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like it's like well, Blabbermouth. They're like the TMZ of metal, right? Uh, that's but, like the it, main one people I think would would go to if they're if they want to find out about like hard rock or metal news. For the most part, people are going to go to Blabbermouth first. But it muddies like, the waters when you go here to get the latest and greatest, and you got to comb through a bunch of garbage oh know? dude all this media has turned to um quantity over quality you know yeah yeah there's a, a new article with gene simmons and david draymond react to elon musk purchasing twitter who cares you know who i don't care about david draymond you know <laughs> okay <laughs> it's, it's, it's true i i can care less yeah. what he thinks and also every time they show a picture of david draymond if we can he looks terrible nowadays yeah who i don't know who that is of course you don't. He is the singer from Disturbed. 
Yeah. Yeah. Who's that? What? <laughs> that the wa uh guy, isn't that him? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um well it's it's funny. I, I would I would defend David Draymond, but I can't because the uh we were on the same no, actually it was an off day, but um they were at the same festival that we were at because Trivium was playing the festival and we had a day off, but we were sharing the bus with them and shit. Mm -hmm. And David Draymond was like backstage and stuff hanging out and he wasn't very friendly to like the lower bands you know not at all he produced um an album for trivium so he was probably trying to recruit him back then it's possible mm -hmm. thank you cameron brown there's my buddy all the way from cameron. scotland what's up cameron hey cameron what's going on hey, cameron cameron <laughs> like another story jordan rudis says it was probably cool for mike portnoy to see current dream theater lineup perform really it was probably cool so he didn't even ask him he just thought come on yeah. um yeah i mean obviously it's one context you know one sentence or whatever but I, I was thinking of that too because I remember years ago, um, somebody asked me like, "What band would you?" And this is when we were still like an active band. And somebody asked, "What band would you love to see live?" And I'm like, "I'd like to see my band play live, like to step out <laughs> of my body, you know yeah. what I mean, and like see your band play play live, like in the flesh." Um, but I don't think it's the same thing for Portnoy. He's not in the band anymore. <laughs> He's seeing yeah. some other drummer play his parts. He's He's watching a band that he was one of the main parts of forever up until what, 12 years ago now, I guess it would have been. Mm -hmm. um, so cool in the sense that he's on good terms with them again, but kind of, you know, probably there's a lot of them that's like, oh my God, what did I do? You know? So, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So Brian, how often do you check Blabbermouth? All the time, every day. Do you? Um, yeah, throughout the day, I'll check it because I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting new information on the new Slipknot album. So I've, I've talked to a person in the know. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, who says it's it's drenched in panties, and I cannot <laughs> wait. So, Laney, you can come in, honey. Hopefully, Laney wants to say hi to Jason. Want to say hi, happy birthday to Jay? Happy birthday. Oh, thanks, Lainey. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. Kurt and Johnny, say hi to them hi. too. How are you? What's hey, up? 44,000 people watching right now. You want to say hi to everyone? What's up? <laughs> Hi, honey. Get some food. Hi, everybody. See you in the morning. All right. Good night. You're supposed to tell her to throw out her socials so she Love can you. get all these followers. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Laney Amps, KXM Rock. <laughs> Laney Amps. <laughs> That's funny. Isn't that where but Jason McNamara works? Jason McNamara, doesn't he work for Laney Amps? Yes, he does. Yeah. Yep. Where's he been? Right? Didn't he come on and drop that bombshell live on Johnny Bean TV? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, he did. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> 
There'll, there'll be a link to the to the clip in the chat. In the, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, true. So anyway, yeah. Uh, so Kurt, Labyrinth, I check it all the time because I'm I'm just pumped to hear a uh, new Slipknot when they're gonna drop an album single. And actually, in a couple of weeks, I'm going to see him. Brody and I are going to go see them Saturday the 21st. Awesome. Where are they playing? Awesome. Where are they playing? Yeah. It's in um, like Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> parking lot. <laughs> parking lot in um, <laughs> Rhode Island. So we're driving about two hours to go see them. Nice. Yeah. That's on the cusp. Yeah. It's on the cusp yeah. of too long. And it's then the, um, the two the days Jason before Bannon Thursday, <laughs> the Thursday the 19th, we're going to go see uh, Deftones and Gojira. So I'm real, oh, cool. That's real pumped for that. Cool. Yeah. So nice. It's going to be a busy, busy May. Who's opening up for Slipknot? Uh, Cypress Hill. Oh, oh God. Jesus Christ. This, this is from the ball. Yeah. Yeah, so it should be it should be pretty cool. I'm pretty excited. I gotta so, hold on. Cool. I got a, a voice message to listen to. Hold on a second. I gotta mute it just in case. Please do. So um Hi Jason, this is your mother. Just wanted to <laughs> say happy birthday. <laughs> I'm look I'm looking for um some screen caps that I sent to the band when every time on Blabbermouth they send some ignorant crap. You mean we say ignorant crap after we send the link? Yeah. yeah. No, I do. Oh. You... I love when Brian sends me like Van Halen news a day after. <laughs> like, I, and I hate to be that guy. Trying. I He's saw trying. it. I know I saw it. I know I read it. I know I saw it yesterday. But I'm trying to be nice here. I know. I know. That's see, but that that's that's how good of a friend Brian is, right? When somebody goes out of their way to send you something that they know you're interested in, but they're, you know, Brian probably isn't going to go goo goo gaga over certain bands that I love and vice versa. Correct. You know? I have no comment on that su subject. He called me yesterday and threatened me within an inch of my life if I brought up anything related to that band. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Kurt, you can come on Metal Wednesday. All right. Your last show, if. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's between true. Johnny and Jay, you know there's going to be a few references. But if you come in there and you add the trifecta, it'll turn into Van Halen. I'll have Wednesday. your ass. I just did Van Halen Wednesday over on Twitch. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So I'm good. There you go. How was it? It was good. Well, what'd you guys talk about? What? No, I'm just... uh, it, it was just me. Uh, what'd, you, what, what'd you talk about? <laughs> I I really quickly I I I talked about um uh today's the 30 something anniversary since the release uh 51 since 5150 went number 1. That's right. Talked about that and then the the newly released uh why can't this be love footage mm -hmm. from Tokyo 89 which is really cool. And then uh talked about uh Wolfgang Van Halen doing a, his first Instagram live today. Over on uh, what's what's the the, the company? Instagram, Spotify's Spot. uh, Notable. Fans. Notable. Did you watch it, Brian? Oh yeah, love me some Wolfgang. Well, no, the um, what's his name was on with him. 
Misha? Yeah, the guy I'm not a huge fan of. Misha Tate. Misha, what band is he in? Guy Fiore. Periphery. Periphery. He seemed like a cool dude. I mean, he seemed like he really knew, uh, like he was really into gear and stuff. That's, that oh, was yeah, the... he is. He is. They were but talking he, he, about guitars. He, he badmouthed Gizmachi years ago on a on a, a public um, band really? forum. Yes. Yeah. That dude's person non grata on Metal Wednesday. Yeah. We should bring him on and just crucify him. <laughs> oh, he, <laughs> could, he could probably care less, man. You know, who the hell am I? <laughs> it's, not, it's not like our band shot to the top of the friggin' charts or something. You know? There's still time. Oh, yeah. Majestic. PB and J Cat told me that you uh you guys had beef. Oh yeah. Well he he, he probably has that. no idea. But um you know. Wow. I don't know who the dude is. I just thought he he seemed he seemed like he was a cool dude, but Jay has beef Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> beef injection. <laughs> was um was Wolfie uh answering questions? Like Q&A type of thing? No, he wasn't. But then it looked like he went live on his own account, like right afterwards. And he did answer some questions. Like somebody asked him whatever happened to the Frankenstein. And he's like, what do you mean? It's still a guitar. <laughs> Instead of just saying, yeah, it's five feet away from me, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's not sitting in sight. Yeah. All right, so what kind of metal stuff are we going to be chatting about? Um, non Wolfgang related. So we'll, we'll talk about, um, no, there, there's a few things, few things in news. We briefly, um, talked about with Lincoln park, but, um, Kurt's favorite band, Godsmack, apparently solely Erna said that this may be their last Godsmack album. And I say, good. I'm not a big Godsmack fan. Yeah. I said, what's up, Sully? I've, I've seen him twice in two weeks. What's up? <laughs> No, I'm just not a big fan. Um, but I remember Jay and I actually this um, earlier today we were talking about when Godsmack first came out. I was in high school going to Europe, and a friend of mine made me a mixtape. Remember, people used to make mixtapes oh, yeah. to each other as like a show of love and like solidarity. Yep. It's like, yep. yo, I, I didn't think that guy was cool with me until he gave me a mixtape. So I know we're boys now, right? <laughs> <laughs> then so, there was a weird um, message at the end of it that creeped me out. <laughs> yeah. Then um, I love you. Yeah. I remember being <laughs> on a bus in Germany and hearing that song "Whatever" for the first time, and I was like, "Wow, this sounds just like a corn ripoff, like that beginning." And then, you know, several years later, Soli Erna was like, "Oh yeah, we ripped corn off on that song." <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so yeah, so Godsmack, this may be their last album. And uh, Jay, what's your thoughts on on that? Godsmack. I, I listened to Godsmack. We actually um, played a show with Godsmack. This was before, like 1999, maybe 2000. Really? It was 99. Yeah. Obviously opened up the whole. We were a local band, so it's not like they had any idea, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I I was a fan at first. Like I bought their first album. And then I just, you know, didn't really like him after that. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I thought I thought their first album was great, a little overplayed. I told you guys I saw them twice. It was they were both at festivals with a bunch of other bands. Live, I thought they were great. 
um, just some of their later material I didn't really dig. Yeah. So they were better when they were trying to be somebody else. How about yeah. that? I'm also not a fan of the uh, the guitarist. They have one guitar, and every solo has a Y in it. Yep. Just like Kirk Hammett. <laughs> Kirk is in every solo. Speaking of Kirk, he has a new album that came out uh, Friday. Yeah. Did you listen to it? No, not yet. I listened to one song, and I actually thought it was cool. You know, I'm not expecting Metallica material. Mm-hmm. You know, and the one song I heard, um, what? Uh, High Plains Drifter. Mm-hmm. It's got to go back to the old, to some Clint Eastwood stuff. But uh, I thought it was cool. You know, um, I'll, I'd like to listen to the rest of it. That's yeah, I'll really, check it out. Yeah, but um, you know, Randy cool Price when, says his old band opened up for Godsmack in 2006. That's kind of cool. Oh yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Cool man. Sorry, Jay. No, no, it's it's fine. I mean, just thinking of. You know, people that do solo records, right? Usually when it's in the prime of that band's career or near the prime of their career, the fans kind of want the same thing as the band. Like, oh, if it's too much far away from that material that we love, we don't want to hear it. But a band like Metallica, who's obviously way past their prime, in my opinion. um, You know, it's cool. I don't want it. Like I said before, I don't want to hear Metallica when I if Kirk Hammett puts out a solo record. Right. You know, it's cool that it's a complete departure from all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, what is that? Some cool. sort of artwork? <laughs> what is some that, sort Robert? of colors in a pattern? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> portals. Is it the surface of Mars in green instead of red with portals that you can go back and forth between Earth and Mars? I see what you did there. That's deep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check and it Bob out. Bob Rock. Well, no, I don't. I don't know if Bob Rock produced it, Randy. I could be wrong, but I thought Kirk just I said think, Bob Rock mixed it. I think he just mixed it. But I, I again, the the small interview that I read with Kirk when he mentions Bob Rock, I could have swore that he said it was done, and he's like, "Man, who's gonna mix it?" And I could have swore he just said that Bob Rock mixed it. So I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. Hmm. So so is it something that you think uh, casual Metallica fans would, would get into? No, not casual Metallica fans. Like if I if I didn't love Metallica, I wouldn't even care to listen to this. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think of the new Steve Vai album, Jay? Well, after he put out that that video with the Hydra, I mean, my my <laughs> my boner alarm is like, I mean, even if you're not a Vi fan, <laughs> I mean, at, at his stage in his life and his career, for him to be able to literally learn an instrument with what four stringed instruments on it and like play them, not just like play one. Okay, play the next. Okay, play the next part. Okay, then things over here. He's playing it like making a song and playing multiple. Like you know, he'll he'll do a, a slide a on the bass guitar with his left hand while he's playing notes on you know on the on the the seven string guitar in the middle. I mean, it's literally mm-hmm. 
nuts. And if you haven't seen that, we talked about this, Johnny, I believe, or Kurt, maybe on a Saturday night yeah. or something, or Friday night. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he said he what he he blocked off, or he, uh, I thought it was three months, but I think it was something like um, maybe six weeks or something, where literally he didn't do anything but learn how to play this thing as one instrument, not four wow. separate. Yep. And writing a song on it too. That's the thing as well. Like, okay, piecing everything together. But now, okay, well, I'm doing this on this thing. Okay, what can I do on this now and make it musical? Right. I mean, it's just mind-blowing. Again, at, how old is he? In his in his 60s, right? 60, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and for him to literally do something like that and 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 dedicate. But again, anybody starting out playing guitar, especially you youngsters out there, if you want to be really, really good, you literally have to like be obsessed with playing a guitar or drums or anything, art, anything you want to do like this. Yeah. Um, you have to literally almost not do anything else in all your free time. It's dedication. You be like that level. Yeah. I think it's crazy. I want to see the case for it. Oh, probably. <laughs> he said the case was like the size of like a small car or something. Yeah, a small car. I watched yeah. some interviews. Door. It's like a smart car. But again, not just like okay, piece these instruments together. Number one, make it playable, and number two, like let's look at the top thing, right? The twelve string. Half of it's fretted. The upper half yeah. is obviously fretless, right? Right. On the bass guitar, I think it's the top, the high two strings, you know, that, well, I, th- I think he has a tune to A. Um, so the top two strings are fretless and the, the, I mean, it's, it's insane. Right. And all the, what do all the switches do? How do you control each pickup? Yeah. I see there's some sort of sustaining type pickup in the neck in that one. Yep. I, I mean, just madness. Yep. Sorry, my son is about to bring me a Corona, Ooh. and I'm looking at him, and he's about to hand me a bottle with the uh, the cap on. I'm like, dude, <laughs> gotta take it off. Well, at least he doesn't. At least he doesn't know all that yet. That's like, true. How do you know this ain't a twist off? Yeah. <laughs> Use your teeth. <laughs> what does Joe Satriani say? If you don't mind me asking, if you can click on that, Johnny. He says. Oh. Steve Vai critiques all his albums before re- release. Doesn't anybody? Insane aspect about the. Hmm. So was that that wasn't all uh, like one. That that song wasn't like a one take, was it? I doubt it was one take, but it's it's him playing it. You know, he might have recorded it all separately, mm-hmm. but I, I yeah. think he did. Yeah, I'm sure he did, but he had to, he now he, you know, I don't think he's going to play it on the first leg of the tour because he hurt his shoulders bothering him after his surgery, but he mm-hmm. learned how to play all that in, at one time. And eventually he's yeah. going to go on the road and play that song on that goddamn guitar. Because in that music video, he's playing it. I mean, he's literally, you know, playing. So yeah, it's, it seems like he's, he's going to, he knows the song Yeah, and he's going to play it, uh, live or play a version of it live yeah jay do we know who configured this thing was this part his idea or, or did someone throw it together and say hey check this out and like he modified it do you know 
he said he had the idea years ago, I guess, or he said they've been working on it for at least a few years now. Um, but yeah, he came up with the idea and then obviously Ivan as, you know, he kind of sold him. He was into the steampunk thing when he first came up with the idea for this. And then mm-hmm. Ibanez, obviously, they go back and forth, and he gets uh, what would they be called on the on the computer? You get mock-ups or something, or uh, yeah, prototypes. John B. Yeah, like whatever people <laughs> that do this type of stuff on computer would know what it's called, you know. And three D printer, that's cool. Or why don't you move this? But I mean, you know, it's not one of those things. I bet they can't send him. You know, when you're designing like a, a signature guitar. If you're a big enough artist, a guitar company will send you hundreds of them before, you know, you're happy with it. Um, but I'm sure with the Hydra, it was probably like, we can't, we're not going to build. Yeah, here's a schematic. Are you nuts? You know, so I don't think he, I don't think he totally designed it. I I think I think they had designers working on it. Yes. and then they they came up with a version of it that he approved that he liked. Yeah, and they kept obviously that's what I'm saying. They they he'd give them like a visual idea of what he's seeing in his head. And obviously, like anything, if an artist will listen to your interpret, okay, well, maybe, and they do a mock-up or whatever, and then they send to him, and obviously, they go back and forth. Probably, that, they probably go back on, you know, hundreds of times. Right. Yeah, this it, was sev- it was several years. Mm-hmm. The heart guitar, you know. By the way, the- false flag, feel better, man. Yeah, feel better, dude. Feel better, dude. Hey, Thank false you flag. so much. And thanks for the birthday wishes. Um. Yeah, he says the heart guitar was more for the visual. Oh, okay. You know, the three necks or whatever. Well, he said you know, he was yeah. playing with Roth, so you know, the crazier the better. It's actually not a twelve string; it's a fourteen string, Jay. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. It's a twelve string, you bonerhead. No, the top, the top uh, headstock is. Three. Oh, it, it's a. I think it's a twelve. But like, it is a twelve. Holy shit! Like I can't half, count. Half. Half. I see thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Yeah. Yeah. Pay down. But again, like he he explains, like when you watch the video, you can see me doing certain things. You know, any guitar player will know when the, when they're learning how to play like a solo or some kind of lick. For certain parts of that lick your hand and pick and whatever and wrist and whatever have to be in a certain position to be able to pull it off cleanly but he's like when you're playing this you don't have that luxury of everything being exactly where you need it especially when you have to move all of a sudden to another you know up or down for whatever mm-hmm. he's like so that was he's like that was very very tricky as well learning how to do certain things learning how to play a part where you wouldn't usually play it or how you wouldn't usually play it it's crazy. And plus, he's Steve Vai. I mean, so he could he can do anything. I mean, he's yeah. he's yeah. one of those dudes where. I mean, I'm not surprised. No. It's better be. Yeah, cold. when you saw it, you're like, of course it's Steve Vai. Hey, man, what's up, Brody? What's up? You're gonna be able to whoop your dad's ass pretty soon, man. <laughs> Hold him up out of the chair. Hold him up. Right Put him now. in a chokehold. Hold Nelson. Yeah. Oh. Want to say happy birthday? Steve. Happy birthday. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. You look handsome tonight. Damn. It's the bubblegum colored shirt. Yeah. Hi, bud. Love you. Thank you. Lots of jams in the house. Flaccid jams. Holla. Man. (laughs) (laughs) 
Man, if I was 14 and wore a pink shirt, my ass would have been whooped. <laughs> Imagine walking to school with that pink shirt when you were 14. Come on, man. NFA? Simsbury is a little different than NFA. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yep. the times they're changing, Jay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but. See, yeah, of course it's Steve I. If anybody could play something like this, yeah, you're like, well, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. How many are they oh. going to make of those? Aren't they going to make a small batch? I don't know. Really? I mean, you would think yeah. for him personally, there'd have to be at least a, a backup to that or a couple. Yeah, but I'm, I, if he's I thought totally. I read um, after the album came out that Ibanez was going to make a small run, you know, what is on it? You got the 12 string, the seven string, a four string bass. And then you have a, uh, how many string kind of like a, um, a harp, like a, I don't know how many strings is in the back, but yeah. it looks like there's like a super soaker 50 on top. Yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> right. Johnny it's... could do four string chain shows on this one guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Those are tubes <laughs> right there. And I, I know that there's, Somewhere there's there's like some close up. Oh, here we go. The more we click, the more. Dang. Lights up. Yep. Flex capacitor. <laughs> the flex capacitor. <laughs> well, look at the, the funny thing is, look at look at the guitar in the front, and then the two guitars behind it. It's like it's the future and the past. You know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, damn. <laughs> Symmetry says, Did you see the horse cock cable that hooks it up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jay's gonna buy it and send it back. I don't know if I could afford the shipping to send that thing back. I think it's crazy. It, it'll be interesting. I, th- I think, uh, I think we read that Ibanez is gonna be at NAM this, this summer. It'll be interesting to see if they have one of these on display at a, at a NAM show coming up. Oh, they gotta, right? They yeah. gotta have one. Mm-hmm. Laz is in the chat. He'll buy one. Hey, man. <laughs> only, if it's listed, only if it's listed wrong. <laughs> oh, they, this is the one that's made in Indonesia. It's only 500 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> then he'll tell everyone about it. <laughs> and then he'll mess it up by trying to <laughs> change, change something on it. Oh, what's this thing doing in the back? I'll just pop that out. Yeah, these harp strings don't fit on this neck. Let's stretch it. I'm going to put 13s on the harp part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Piano cables. Piano strings on it. I wonder what's tuned to. Like each each guitar, you know? Well, I know the seven string is uh, drop A. It's drop A, really? Yeah. Why would you have a seven string that's in drop tuning? Because you have to think about he doesn't have his left hand available the whole time so it's easier to hit an open you know i don't know if it's drop a but i know it's in a and i you know he's got to be able to play some kind of chord ish thing open while he's doing something with his left hand on the bass or yeah the you know sounds like a lot of excuses to me no that that's thinking that's like okay getting an instrument like this is cool but how am i going to make it work and be able to play it you know yeah no i'm just joking that's pretty crazy yeah it's like a carnival sideshow let's see the man play the three-necked guitar (laughs) step right up step right (laughs) up 
Hey mom, can we stop looking at the bearded woman and go check out that guy with the three? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. There's the back of it. Oh geez. Oh my god. And the uh, he says the strap as well. It's a, it's like a waist harness type strap. So you have to kind of. He said he said it's very. It's not easy to play. It's very heavy, and all the stress is obviously on your legs. Um, Didn't Boner Jams get Johnny a strap that goes across his waist? That's a no. He has the the shoulder like the race car harness. I, I still have no idea how to use that. <laughs> I have no. We still got to figure that out. And thank you again, by the way, man. The Paul Bunyan strap. <laughs> the Paul Bunyan strap. It's like ergonomically perfect, so you, it, the weight's distributed properly in your trapezius. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's that's great. All right. Yeah, that was cool seeing the back of it. Mm-hmm. And that's how cool Vi is too. Like he'll he'll. You know, he's not shy with, with the details of, of what he's doing and, um, you know, how these things are hooked up and strung and what stuff he's using. Hey, the shipyard. What? I'm not drinking pumpkin. pumpkin. Just oh, I was going to say it's early, huh? Or is it leftover? <laughs> no, I wouldn't drink Halloween or pumpkin beer now. You're crazy. He's drinking south of the Bueta. Yeah. <clears throat> Low carbs. Trying to watch my, my girlish figure. So, all right, Jay, another, another in music news, another band has been talking a lot about coming out with an album. It's been taking forever. It's Avenged Sevenfold. Ooh. What's your, uh, do you like Avenged Sevenfold? I mean, you, you, you respect them. You've played with them. What's, what's your thoughts on? Oh yeah, I, um, I, res I respect them. I haven't really been that. They're one of those bands and I know this might sound cliche, but once they got on MTV, I think they got like, I don't know, like they're, I don't know, like Lost that edge they had, that that tie to like metal kind of went away. You know what I mean? They are good live. And it's funny because um, Jeannie and I, this was obviously years ago, but right after their first album, Awaken the Fallen came out, I forget how we heard it. But somebody, I don't know, burned a CD or whatever it was, one of our friends. And we heard it and we're like, wow, this is like really good, you know? And they played The Chance in Poughkeepsie and there was literally like, it almost felt like there was like 25 people there. I was there. Yeah, right? There was like nobody there. Mm -hmm. It was, And they were, Johnny, awesome. I almost said it, but they were effing great live. Like everything was what, on point. What year? Whenever Awaken the Fallen came out, it was soon after that album came out. So Awaken the Fallen, I think, is 20 oh, years old smart. now. So it was like 02. But um, their yeah, first album was Sounding the Seventh Trumpet, but it didn't have Sinister Gates on it until the last song. And then Awaken the Fallen was the first album with Sinister Gates. And Jay knows I have a bromance with Sinister Gates. I love him. I think he's, think he's an amazing guitarist. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny with him, you know, a lot of these guitar players are doing like, um, you know, they'll start up a website and like charge for, for lessons or a, or a guitar course. Mm -hmm. But Cameron Brown told me a while back that he actually like, yeah, I guess on his YouTube channel, I've yet to check it. I probably should because he is a really, really good guitar player. 
but he like does a course and lessons just like free on his on his YouTube channel. Like he doesn't have a a paid course that he charges for. He literally cool. just does a bunch of that stuff for free on his YouTube channel. So you got to mm-hmm. you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, it's wow. awesome. Who's the tennis player that's uh, or soccer player that's next to the singer there? That's uh, the drummer. Um oh, what's his Jeez. name? He was in the Vandals. Um shit, I was gonna, not, it's not Josh Freese. It's uh someone in the chat helped me. Now is everybody oh, Brooks, still from Brooks, that Lake in the Fallen except for the drummer? Thank you. I'm sorry. Is every every other member still the same except for the drummer, obviously? Yes. Yep. Really? Wow. Yeah, so that's Brooks Wackerman. <laughs> he was also in Bad Religion. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a great drummer. And uh, who was it? Hellstorm. Thank you for yeah, Brooks. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pumped for new event sevenfold album. My only issue with them is I don't know, to me they seem too nonchalant about doing things. Their last album came out and I think it was 2016 or 2017 was the stage, which had zero promotion for it. They're just like, uh, oh yeah, by the way, tomorrow we're releasing a brand new album. And it was dope. It was really good. Actually, Jay, when I was out, when I went to visit you one time, we listened to some of it. Well, did I poo poo it or did I like it? No, you liked it. You thought it was pretty good. Oh, that's um, weird. That's strange. And, and which says a lot because Jay generally doesn't like anything. So you're you didn't you didn't crap on it. <laughs> but um, but it's a long time, and they toured with Metallica. Uh, they open up for them, and then they were going to have their own tour i think it was 2019 and then uh, m shadows blew out his vocal cord again oh really? and they haven't done anything since and they have they haven't toured in three years they haven't done anything nothing I wonder if he's having serious vocal problems maybe they haven't talked about it at all they're just talking about well we want to make sure it's right and we're spending time with family and all this different stuff and it's just like sounds like i wouldn't say i don't want to be mean because obviously i don't know what's going on but there's a lot of excuses and it's during the yeah. pandemic a lot of people were doing putting albums together a lot of bands were working a lot of people were being creative and doing different things because they had yeah, the time to do it. and to not come out with something or not have this done i don't know i'm paint me disappointed so. dude when you're oh yeah that's right he was the uh, drummer for bad for good our buddy thomas mclaughlin his band when he was a kid um oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I think, um, you know, when you look at album releases uh, for bands from the 70s and the 80s, and sometimes there's a few bands that years, like in the late 70s, early 80s, they put out like an album a year. And then it went to like two years. And usually that was the, the norm, right, Johnny? Every two years, a band would come out with an album. And then there might be every once in a while, like, you know, Van Halen, when you went from... Uh, OU812 to Carnal Knowledge, it was three years. When you got Metallica, you go from Justice to the Black Album, it was three years. Mm-hmm. That was usually pushing it. Unless there was like a live album in between, then obviously you can get away with it. But now like these big bands, you know, obviously the labels aren't breathing down their necks like they used to. The labels used to have these bands by the balls. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no, this is the next August, whatever. That's your release date. And if you don't hit it, guess what? You got, you're like breach of contract. There's all this crap that bands had to deal with back then. Now it's like, you know, you get a, you get as big as band like that or tool or whatever. Like, yeah, 
we'll do an album when we're ready. Yeah. And plus these days, you know, with with social media, with Instagram and TikTok, these bands, they can put out content every day. And it's like, and they're always around. Yep. Yeah. And Trivium does a great job with that. Matt Hafey, he's got a huge Twitch following. And he's putting that's the guy with that strap, right? That strap you gave me. That's his, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's putting stuff out every day. He's like tutorials on a song or when they're on the road, what they're doing, what they're doing backstage. Like it's pretty cool mm-hmm. on the amount of content that they're providing. So agreed. Well, there's, there's yeah. the, there's the opposite sides of the, of the coin though, is like, obviously that's cool, but then there's the bands that are very cryptic, you know, and that it's, it, there's either way I think is cool because sometimes like years ago when there was no yeah. internet, you didn't know anything about these bands and it was almost, it made you want to know more and want to, you know, like you like, oh my God, I have to know about this band. Yeah. And then when you pull the curtain back and you see everything, a lot of that does go away. You know, I think it's, is it bad for fans to feel like they know the band instead of like, you know, the other, the other way around? Mm. Like you mean have not knowing them and having that like allure of no, being rock stars? It's or... the total. It's the total opposite now, where mm-hmm. everybody's human, and mm-hmm. and there's a face now, to mm-hmm. to the brand or, or whatever. Yeah. And like I and like I said, you know, like I love TikTok. I'm like I wake up every day. I'm scrolling through that, looking at, at stuff, and 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 the, the the bands that they're the artists that put out content like every day, like that. I mean, it's I mean, just imagine back when we were you know, teenagers, if, if Van Halen was doing that, imagine what that would have been like. It would have been incredible. Yeah. Think about all the reality TV stuff with a lot of the movie stars oh and rock oh stars. God. Oh, what happened? <laughs> I think your, your gain just shot all the way up. It started to pick up what was going on in the background. So it boosted your, uh, no, <laughs> it was like the, uh, What's the commercial with the guy sitting in the couch with the speakers? The Memorex, uh, Memorex guy. I'm like Jesus, it's windy in here all of a sudden. Just make uh, sure guys, you, you know, I think. A... <laughs> no, but I, I think total opposite now. I think, I think the more an artist puts out via TikTok, via the gram, via whatever it is. I think it's 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 cool. The more the better. And yeah. uh, and you're and you're 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 old school now. You're your grandpa if you're not on these platforms and you're not doing stuff every day. I know, but I'm I'm just comparing the differences as well of like a generation or two generations in some cases where you know, it's like somebody does an article like, "Oh my god, Eddie Van Halen loves pizza." Dude, dude, interview. He said he loves pizza. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like you because you didn't know anything about what these people are like in their personal lives, what they liked, mm-hmm. what they didn't like, how they anything. And then now you're seeing somebody with their family. You're seeing them eat whatever there's you're seeing them at, like be a human being. And back yeah. then, like I forget who it was. I don't know if it was Kurt or, or, or Brian said, like, back then they were rock stars. You know, there was something that you just put up here like, oh, my God. Uh. And now it's like, yeah, these people are obviously looked up upon from their fans but you're seeing them be normal yeah you know do you think that takes away in some aspect of the whole allure of the rock star you know sure no it definitely makes sense 
Uh, Jay, it's yeah. 10 o'clock. Why don't you uh, do a roll call? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your fans are? Do you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Excuse me. I had to get that out. Hey, JJ's House of Jams is here. What's happening, man? Hey, man. Um, I'll see you, Jay. see you in a month, dude. What am I doing? Roll call. Oh, roll call. Oh my God! 51, Come on, everybody, comment. Fifty-two people here, which is actually pretty good for a for a uh, Wednesday Wednesday metal show, isn't it? We were up to like fifty-six before. Fifty-six. Fifty-six hundred. <laughs> All right, so we got Boner Jams, JJ's House of Jams. We got oh, Jay, Johnny Bean, Music Therapy Laz, Nightbot, Mega Mega Yeah Mega Yeah Mega Todd Yeah. <laughs> music therapy last andy carson see everybody all right octopus ears rock rock daddy smitty's here symmetry tim thomas zach thongs are the best uh kurt 5150 that's nice of, of you to show up kurt hellstorm um <laughs> any randy price who else music therapy i think i already read that someone Rob, robert ranford uh, I know Cameron Brown was here before, and obviously me. He's probably playing, um, playing uh, Oregon Trail, an Elder Ring. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Balls he's was in here earlier. He's I, typing in his Brazzers password as we speak right now. Mike Balls, yeah. Oh my God, Mike Balls! I hope he's watching because, man, quick, <laughs> quick story, quick story, right? So I, we didn't realize that um, we never set up publishing accounts for the band or the individuals for any gizmachi music like those those songs are sitting in ascap's bank account right now not that not that it's a lot of money or anything Just but we never set up publishing and we only set up writing um accounts a couple of years ago right oh, man so we have to go all through all and if anybody set up ascap online you know some of it is is tricky once you have to start registering your own music there's a lot of questions and, and things you click on in there that are like, wait a minute, am I doing this right? You know? Um, so like I went through and had to run, jump through hoops to get like the older songs that came out in 2005 kind of registered and set up properly. Cause there were like three songs were never registered by anybody. Like they just, so those years of plays or streams or anything, nothing. Right which kind of sucks because that's money out of our pockets. So anyway, we're having to do all this stuff on ASCAP and everybody else in the band is figuring this stuff out, right? Yeah, everybody's got some questions. But Mike, Mike is like, it's almost like he's never looked at a computer. You took Fred Flintstone to the future and said, hey, set up your ASCAP account, Fred. <laughs> like, Bonnie, what am I, you know? <laughs> he literally has no idea what he's doing. What's ASCLAP? Yeah. <laughs> it's those newfangled sexual diseases on browsers. Oh my god! I mean, Yo, I man, that chick's not the ass clap. Go watch that out. video. He knows I love him, but sometimes, man, it's just like Mike. I explained this two days ago in the text thread. Just scroll back and look at it. You know, the ass clap. The ass clap. <laughs> it's what Cardi B does on her videos. Thing. <laughs> those TikToks. TikTok. That's another thing about that. that's another thing about like modern music compared to the older stuff. You know, remember 
Van Halen didn't want to at first. They, uh, you know, a lot of bands back then that. didn't want anybody to use their songs. Um, I don't remember that. You know, commercials or whatever, right? Commercially, but because it was like you know the fans are going to look at that like oh they're selling out you know now it's like it's mm-hmm. it's it's an obvious every every chance they get you know modern bands are giving their songs to uh commercials you know to companies to use oh and 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 not not and aside from that you know if if you have a song that that gets uh that people start using on TikTok like in their in their in their stories or or, or whatever mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just incredible. What? That, that's, a, that's a fan using it as one of their stories. I'm talking about a company, you know, a, ba- a band selling their, you know, allowing yeah. a company to use it for a commercial. Yeah. And what was the one but, for Circuit City? Remember? Uh, uh, I don't know. But but even even like uh, like Fleetwood Mac, they mm-hmm. had one of their songs go viral thanks to TikTok. And it kind of brought them back, like a whole new generation discovered them. And they, Mick Fleetwood ended up making a TikTok account because of this. Because of, uh, what's his name? Dog. What's the guy's name? The Drinking the, the ocean spray on the skateboard? What's his name? Dog the Bounty Hunter? No, no. <laughs> Snoop Dogg? What's his, no. He, anyway, he did a TikTok that went super viral of him with a Fleetwood Mac song in the background. And it, it, it just it just totally pushed like that tune and 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 the band got a whole new generation of fans because of somebody's TikTok. Are you sponsored by TikTok? But what I'm saying is Ocean Spray <laughs> well, didn't someday. Pay, Ocean Spray <laughs> didn't pay Fleetwood Mac to use their song in a commercial. That's no, but Ocean Spray bought the guy a truck. Oh yeah, I know it was pretty because awesome. he had no car. He had he he had to ride a skateboard to work. Yeah. Yeah, dog. What was his name? It was dog something. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. Hey, Clayton Bounce James Hicks is here. He says today's Wolfgang dog. Wednesday. Usually three Wednesdays a month. Yes, it's Wolfgang Wednesday. But today is Metal Wednesday. Not Clayton. today, Clayton. Metal Not Wednesday. today. Wow. Every day is Wolfgang Wednesday to me, Clayton. <laughs> Thank you, man. This is hey, the buddy. heaviest Wednesday of the month. Oh, it's the heaviest night of the month. Not just Wednesday. It's an all-day affair, 24 hours of metal. <laughs> there we go. Speaking of that, let's get right into the, the next topic. New ma- sugar dropped last oh. month. So let's, uh, let's all give a quick review of the new Mushuga album. Johnny, you want to go first on what your thoughts are on Immutable? Uh, <laughs> I have not heard it. Although if somebody does post a link to it over in the Discord, I will listen to it. I'll put it in there for Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. I got well, you. I'll say this, Johnny. It's one they're one of my all time favorite bands, and I don't like the new album. So <laughs> you'll you'll either really hate it or maybe you'll like, oh well, I actually like this. Jay, do you listen to the whole thing? No. I can't. I've I've tried to every song I put on them, the number one, the drums completely piss me off. So Jay, why don't you go first? And That's tell all it takes. To... I'm going to. I'm going to. I got hey, no, nobody, nobody's going to be able to go because you're going to have to. Again, you're going to have to throw the spike strips across the, the highway. Um, yeah, I mean the songs I've heard. Obviously, there's cool riffs. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's boring. Like there's like two and a half riffs per song. 
they just go too long with certain things and it's just very monotonous and mm -hmm. um i i don't know i'm kind of uh i've kind of accepted the fact that that they're uh they're not much sugar to you anymore they're not much sugar to me anymore it's kind of like you know a kid at christmas and they kind of realize like what goes on that's you you're like 14 years old 13 years old and you're just like what <laughs> or, or it's almost like in another christmas that's too uh, old for christmas yeah that's way too often <laughs> another christmas analogy is you know there, there's that, my moment, house. There's that <laughs> moment when you're a kid yeah watch out johnny there's that moment when you're a kid that you're like on christmas morning you're like i've opened up all my good gifts you know you have a couple gifts left but you know you've you've either already opened up the coup de gras the sega genesis or you know whatever the bicycle your first bmx or something that's already over with but there's a, still a few small ones over there and on, on, underneath the tree and you're like christmas is over right you know there's that moment that kind of you come down you know from that christmas boner that's how or the hot girl in high school that was a 10 and then you see her 20 years later and she's just a sea donkey and you know it's over <laughs> And in that right. sense, you laugh because usually, usually the hot ones were, um, they weren't nice, you know, they didn't want to talk to you. And then, uh, yeah. Now they Just won't leave you alone. Yeah. Now it's like, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> you see him at the reunion, talking to him. Speaking of reunion in high school, my boy Mazza is here. What's up, Justin? Hey, now. Hey. What's up? Uh, all right. So getting back to uh, Mashuga, Jay, is there anything else you want to comment on it? Um, I would just say that there comes a point in most bands careers, you know, there's that moment where a band starts to go up with popularity and stuff. And then it seems like when that happens after that two to three album mark, all of a sudden they're self-producing. They don't need a producer anymore. And usually it'll, it'll work for an album or two, but the longer your career goes, albums come out, it just you get stuck in your ways and maybe the inspiration isn't what it used to be. Sometimes you need a kick in the ass from somebody to come in and tell you it's not all, uh, you know, roses and, and whatever. Um, yeah. you're, you know, you need to be, uh, you know, kicked in the ass a little bit. And that's where they've been, I think, for the past couple albums. Have you talked to Mark Lewis about this? Yeah, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to say what, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to say any, any of that conversation on here. Oh, no, no. I mean, because I know he was excited for it. I said, no, if you, you guys chatted about it. Yeah, we've chatted. Okay. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. Cool. Kurt. What's so I'm, I'm still new to Mashuga. New? Um, <laughs> Johnny laughing at me. New. Um, oh. I listened to about, I would say the first six songs. Um, and I was telling Boner Jams earlier today. Really? I thought the first song selection was a mistake. <laughs> um, just super long, really boring. Um, but some of the guitar riffs are cool, but they just like repeat them over and over and over. So it was hard to, it wasn't catchy to me. Um, I thought Abysmal Eyes was good. Um, it wasn't uh, like, you know, didn't throw me back in the sea, but it finally when that song came on, I was like, okay, this is okay. And then I like Phenomenons. 
And actually, Jay, I don't know how much you listened to the album, but as you get partway through that song about, I don't know, three or four minutes into it, they kind of do the uh, bridge bending that Gizmachi does. So it mm-hmm. kind of reminded me a little of Gizmachi. Maybe, well, similar. I'll be honest. They have they play eight-string guitars a lot of the times. So my seven strings over there, so I won't I won't grab it, but um one of their riffs on the album that they first played eight strings on, they do like a first fret kind of that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, so it's that type of thing. One on eight string, you know, you can do those bends and it sounds like your friggin' guitar, like you're you have a rubber guitar neck, you know, and you're and that's honestly where we got the idea to do bridge bending is from a sugar riff. Okay. I was just go, uh, joking around one day in the band practice room with Jimmy, and I started playing that riff, but obviously we have a seven string, so I just reached around and grabbed the bridge, and I'm laughing as I'm doing it. I'm like, bah, 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 bah. you know, I'm doing that. And he's like, dude, you should write a, like, write a riff using that thing. And Jay's reach around game. Yeah, very it's, strong. It's on point. He parlayed his reach around into a bridge bending riff. Yeah, yeah pulls knuckles up. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel oh. that I'm still new to the game, so they're ripping you off in my eyes. That's hey, I'll take it. Hell yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So overall, would you? So you, if you had to give it on this on the on the boner scale, Kurt, from just flaccid to high moon on your sundial. A four where it's pointed down still, but there's quite a bit of blood. <laughs> it's not, you know, in the sky. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you asked. That's good. I like that. That is great. <laughs> He's Brian's red now. A lot of blood in his face. I, no. I got sunburned this weekend for being out of <laughs> for four minutes. You get well, listen sunburned from the computer screen, dude. Well, listen, with sugar, I mean, you got to think of it this way, right? Kurt, you're obviously not not a huge metal fan. You know what I mean? Especially like extreme metal. That's yeah, not yeah. really your forte, right? So it's almost unfair to ask because, dude, I was I've I've been a metal fan for a long time, obviously. And the first time I heard Mashuga, I was like, what the hell is this? It sounds like everyone's playing a different song at the same time, you know? But, so, uh, Jay, I want to go back and listen to some of their other stuff now after hearing this. So mm-hmm. it opens my eyes a little bit, which is, I think is great. Well, yeah. if you get into if you get into Mashuga, dude, you'll instantly you'll start to notice slowly your like rhythm and your timing like improve, even if you don't play an instrument. It's it's crazy because I I remember when I first started like listening to that stuff, no idea what was going on, and all of a sudden once you start like paying attention to two different rhythms like you know uh, polyrhythm stuff going on, yeah, it's things to start to like like make more sense you know even just listening to music sometimes you'd be like just life gets yeah easier. I don't know about that, but like Jay's walking game was a little stronger. It's like <laughs> I'm walking walking different speeds with each each leg, you know just. <laughs> Going to get the mail. Yeah, I've taken two steps with my right leg and one long step with my left. Yeah, it's like how bully Toby McGuire from Spider-Man Three. That's Jay walking down the road. How would that, how would that look? 
But again, I mean, it's not like Mashuga. I mean, they've been around a while, you know. Yeah. Um, it's not like this is their third album. Uh, so again, you, it's hard. I've said this before, guys. You know, it's unfair to compare a band that's thirty years into their career almost, right? Yeah. It's 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 unfair to compare an album that comes out now to when they were 25, 27 years old. I mean, it's it's you can't do it. But and they're from overseas, right? Sweden, yeah. Okay. Speed Sweden. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So um I, I'm my quick review of the new Meshuga album, Immutable. That came out last month. I agree hundred percent with Kurt. I think Broken Cog was a terrible intro song. I just think it was kind of boring. And I've been saying this for years, and Jay and I have talked about it ad nauseum, but Meshuggah is just too repetitive. They can cut down their songs significantly, a lot of them. Just like Abysmal Eye. The riff yeah. is awesome. That intro riff that goes on for like four minutes. <laughs> It's a cool ass riff, but it doesn't need to be that long. Yeah, so, the intro riff doesn't need to be the verse riff and and half the chorus riff. Yeah, you know and what then, I mean. Like the outro riff is cool as shit, but like there's a lot in the song. It's like a part of a song. Like yeah, it, it's cool. Like hey, that that should be a really cool verse riff or something like that. It shouldn't be the whole song. So I think Jay, you hit it right on the head with. They shouldn't be producing their own albums. They need someone else there to give them feedback, critiques. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think the production is terrible. Yes. Um, it, it just sounds like it was recorded on someone's cell phone. Um, it doesn't sound like it was an album that came out in 2022. It sounded like it came out in like the late 90s, mid 90s, which is terrible production. It's it's disappointing from that standpoint. Mm -hmm. But so those are my two things. But there's a song called Black Cathedral on it. It's just fast strumming. And it's just a guitar. There's no drums, no bass, nothing. It's really cool. But if you listen to that song, you'll hear the how terrible the quality is hmm. of the production. Um, but there are some really cool guitar riffs. Like uh, Kurt said, Phantoms is a cool song. The Faultless, that's my favorite song on the album. Armies of the Preposterous is pretty cool too. Um, so there's a lot of good stuff on it. It's just, I don't know. Uh, I like it, but I don't love it. Um, you I, I like it, but you don't. You don't want more of it. Yeah, I, I'm probably not going to go back and listen to it. You know, um, it's it, and if I'm going to listen to Meshuggah, this is not the album we're going to listen to. Yeah. It's just I'm really disappointed in the quality of the production. So, um, on my erection scale, I'm going to give it like a a three. I, I'm going to give it about a three. It's where like three inches. It's about three inches. It's a it's a softy, you know. It's not even there. It's like pregame, pregame. You want it to be like it got excited before 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 she came over. Yeah, you know before she's like been in the pool for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like you're about you're about to engage in it, and then she has bad breath, and you're like, oh, it was getting there, it was or, going, and then now it's like, oh, man. it's like in junior high when you're in gym class and you got to change and you're like man i wish it was bigger right now but it's not <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah 
So that that's it for me. Um, it's a uh, it's a soft three for me. Definitely disappointed overall. But there are cool stuff elements. Uh, I think Jen's vocals are awesome. Absolutely, I think he sounds great. I really do. Um, I don't know. That, that's about it. I, I'm disappointed overall. Yeah. So give me two give me two albums of theirs that I should listen to. Okay. Um, Destroy, Race, Improve. And yeah, definitely that one first. Um, and I don't know. I, I don't think Kurt's ready for Chaos Fear because I like Destroy, Race, Improve after a while. And then I and then Jimmy bought Chaos Fear and I was like, oh my God. Like I this think- is like throwing in like razor blades in that stuff. But then after a while, again, the same thing. You're like, oh my God, this is oh, the nun EP. Right? That came out in '94, I believe. Mm-hmm. I Okay, I think that I think he should listen to Coloss. I think that's a little more palatable for him. I think there would be some stuff off that he would like, like "Do Not Look Down," "Demurge." Those are some good songs that I think he'd like. Okay, I guess maybe. But, but you're he's not he's more of a, would be more of a mainstream type. But you're more of you know blast me in the face, you know Ron Jeremy style. Yeah. Yeah. I like Mashuga when they're aggressive and, and just unrelenting mm-hmm. for a little while. And then they will pull back and, you know, play some clean stuff and whatever. But I don't know. It's almost like I consider – I'm just doing all these analogies in my head now. It's almost like you have a favorite baseball or football player, right? And then all of a sudden they get to year 10, 11, 12, if they get that lucky, stay healthy. And then your favorite ball player is not the best, not the best player on the team anymore. And then he loses his job, and he's now he's a bench, like like a, a puts, you know, it's almost like that. Like they're up here. Oh my god, this person, you know. And then they just later in their career, they just you want them to, you know, return to form. You know, like Mike Tyson. You know, like early in his career, you, like he beat anybody. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Um, as the so years go on, weird. you like them more and more, and then all of a sudden it's a letdown. Like immediately. Yeah. Man, you know, but you're still pulling for them. You want them to be the best again. You know, just, just juice, man. Just steroids, man. Come on. Yeah. Like Rex, <laughs> Rex Grossman. Oh man, I, I loved I loved Rex Grossman for a while, man. Sexy Rexy. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Oh man! I'll, I'll always forget. I'll never forget when he came in. It was a Monday night or Sunday night or a Monday night game against the Falcons. Orton was in. He was doing terrible. It was a Sunday night game. It was like seven degrees outside in Chicago. It was in Chicago, yeah. And uh, Rex Grossman comes in, just marches immediately down the field, just zip, 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 and we're like, "Oh, he's a god!" Remember that? <clears throat> yeah. Hell yeah. Um. Yeah, that's 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 where I am. You know, a band that you, that you love, um, that was a huge part of, you know, Meshuggah is a huge part of why, obviously, Gizmachi got into the polyrhythm, you know, odd time stuff. Um, so, again, you know, when a band who's a part of why you sound the way you do or why you play the way you do starts to. It's like orgy with me. So, Jay, talk about that a little bit. Who who brought that? forefront of the band or did you guys all like that type of music and you just happened to get together or was the band already formed and you started to go another direction 
I'll I'll try to make this as fast as possible. It was it was Jimmy. Jimmy always wanted us to like add more progressive elements to the band. You know, like as far as like oh you should put a guitar harmony on that part or you should do this and then he'd start throwing in these crazy drum beats during riffs and then like I said once once I started listening to Meshuggah and kind of understanding that stuff he he wanted to always incorporate that so we slowly started to get a little more progressive in that aspect and then once everybody in the band kind of like heard what it was sounding like everybody was just like all right you know cuz like Chris he's not the biggest extreme metal type of fan you know like once he was on board with everything that was it like the gloves were off and we were we were just going for broke after that you know because again you're a band johnny you know same thing like if you're in a band with other guys like everybody wants the band to sound like they want them to sound but if you're going to be in a band that's going to stay together and be able to get along and work musically there's got to be that push and pull of like okay I like that, but maybe we do this kind of like a piece. Yeah. You know, what, what's the word I'm looking for when you like in a relationship, same type of thing, you know, you can't always get your way. You have to have that compromise. Yes. Compromise. Yep. And as long as all parties are happy that write that are writing the music, you know, it'll work. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Chemistry. The, 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 the biggest bands that I was in, I wasn't like a main writer, so I just, you know, I I joined the band. There was already pre-existing material, and then, you know, and then so you kind of make it. You you kind of take you take on a, a a part, but then what that does later on is that that shapes that that makes me a totally different player than before mm. I was in that situation. Yeah. So 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 I I now. Like my style is a whole mix of like all the different things that I've done. I mean, people look at me thinking, "Oh, I'm I'm all about Eddie," which Eddie was a huge influence on me. But I'd actually rather play a hardtail guitar and not do any of this type of stuff, like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, as far as being in bands where you, I, I have been in bands where I was the main writer, and and that's where it can get boring because you you want like other people you want their feedback and and to co-write with people otherwise if it's just you it can get very boring really fast if you can do anything you want you know yeah i I, I can see both i can see both ways i mean obviously if you're in a band with other people that you know the the suggestions that they make actually work instead of somebody like oh man just do this instead and it's like oh my god why would we do that (laughs) why would we you know that then yeah (laughs) It, yeah, it, it it depends. It, it mm-hmm. really depends on it. But yeah, yep. yeah, cool. All right. So last topic of the night. Great segue to our uh, our list for the evening. Top ten singers in the metal slash hard rock genre. Dude, we were not going to talk metal lords, huh? It's. 10:30. You think there's going to be any possibility we're getting through 40 or or 30 or however many best singers or favorite singers yeah. of all time? We should be able to. We got to I mean, I know explain you... them though. Well. Yeah. No. You, you yeah, we got we got to talk about metal lords before we go. All right. <laughs> so look, we can we can hit on metal lords after this. But um I'm going to start. You know Sorry. why? I, I, I put this together. 
You're the uh, boss. I, I have a few honorable mentions. So again, vulnerable mentions, vulnerable mentions of metal singers and hard rock. But a couple of these Great are not necessarily metal and hard rock. I just love them. I sent you guys a, a song today of a band I love. So I, I'm I honorable mentions. I was that. I was surprised. Uh, yeah, David Gahan, Depeche Mode. Love him. I think he's the man. I didn't listen to it. Of course not. I did. And then, <laughs> also, another song, another singer I love is Dolores O'Riordan from Cranberries. I think she's amazing. Is that hard rock or heavy metal? I'm going to go with hard rock. But also David Gahan, if someone's oh. like, hey, Depeche, Depeche Mode is not, not hard rock. Depeche, if it wasn't for Depeche Mode, there'd be no Nine Inch Nails and there would be no industrial music. So, Yeah. And on my list, Brian, I didn't go. I, I took out a lot of, I mean, I tried to stick with metal, new metal, uh, harder rock. But if you're throwing cranberries out there, maybe I need to redo my list. No, we'll be, we'll be back uh, next month. Uh, <laughs> Kurt just invited him on next month's show. Invited him <laughs> on next month. <laughs> so um, a couple other uh, honorable mentions, vulnerable mentions, Bjorn Strid, love Bjorn, love soil work. Also, he did a dope job on uh, Omega Collide with Gizmachi. So. Yes, he did. Um, <clears throat> also, uh, Joe Duplantier from Gojira. I love him. So, I, lo- I love him. Oh, my God. I love I him. Do. He just didn't make the top 10. So um, those are my honorable mentions, and I'll go number 10 first, and then we'll we'll go to Kurt. Steven and Jay Richards said there was going to be 30. There's actually 37 because he just had a bunch that he added on top. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so number 10 for me, Steven Richards from Taproot. I love I love Taproot. Said it a million times in the show, but I, I, I think he's a great singer. Um, real smart guy. Um, how he analyzes songs is pretty cool, and I love his voice. So there we go, number 10, Steven Richards. Jay, what do you got? Oh, well, if anybody's watched this channel or this show, I, uh, Sammy Hagar. <laughs> I mean, it's it's obvious, right? He could he could have been the lead singer in any rock slash hard rock band in the eighties and nineties, and been fine, you know. And he has one of the best voices and range and all that stuff for any rock. Rock singer, I think. Not only that, but I think Sammy Hagar is the man, though. He seems like a cool dude. Yep. Yeah, so I've, I've I've met him several times, and he he's exactly what you see. Really, like super cool, yeah. super nice guy. Yep. Would you he's rather guy... have, Would you rather have a beer with Sammy Hagar or David Lee Roth? And listen, I know there's many people. Oh, David Lee Roth. But are you going to be able to sit there and have a conversation with David Lee Roth? Bozy, bozy, bop, zooty, bop. No. I no couldn't way. do it. Like you could sit there and shoot the shit with Sammy and yeah, and I'll definitely hang out with Sammy Hagar. Yeah, I don't like yeah. David Lee Ross squeals and stuff. I'm not hanging out with that guy. I love those old time squeals. Do it, Jay. Ah, uh-huh. that's <laughs> that. That hurt just doing that. All right, Sammy is my. He's up. I don't have any numbers on these. It's just... okay. Good. Go ahead, Kurt. So my, I've told you my list. I was trying to stick with metal. I didn't uh, mm-hmm. go with of all time, but mm-hmm. um, Jonathan Davis of Corn. Wow. Yeah, just um, you know that was a big time and coming out of high school, Corn um, was pretty new, 
um, you know, that new metal. And mm-hmm. I thought uh, his voice and the way he sang was very unique and catching. So that's kind of what drew me to it. So. Cool. Is he on your list, Brian? Absolutely. Of course he's on Brian's on list. Bo- he's on his, he's on his, list. He's on his boxer shorts. What are you talking? Me? He's on my back. Yeah, I have a tattoo of John. Oh, that's Davis right. You do. <laughs> All right, Kurt, who else do you have? Is this a snake draft? Starting off with me again? Yeah, snake draft. <laughs> Make it take um, it. So are you guys familiar with the band Seether? Yes. So the, Sean Morgan from South Africa. Uh, I think he's got a great voice. Um, you know, not sure as far as uh, where they've fallen in metal. Could be, you know, hard rock or new rock but uh, i think he's great he's got a great voice you're a big Caesar fan yeah cool let's go and i have a, a a brief story of uh sean morgan so a buddy of mine who's a state farm agent and one day uh, um, one of his employees is like hey there's a gentleman here he wants to see you and wants to review some insurance it was him <laughs> I was like, wow, that's got to be pretty awesome. All of a sudden, you have the singer of Seether coming into your office to review some like car insurance. So, yeah, see, I wouldn't. He's I wouldn't a good guy, too. You don't know who it is? No. You say he's a good guy or a big guy? Big guy. Huh. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's a big guy. <laughs> like heavy set or big? Just tall. Oh. oh. Okay. All right, Jay, what about you? Yeah. Um, Let's see. My next one is, and listen, I'm not going to enter this guy in any singing contests, but James Hetfield is on my list because he his voice is the reason why thrash metal and that type of metal in general became mainstream. Um, you That whole story about John Bush tried out, you know, was asked to be Metallica's singer because at the time, James Hetfield didn't sing. Mm-hmm. And he obviously turned it down. He was doing uh, Armored Saint, you know, which he still is. But if James Hetfield's voice wasn't the voice in Metallica, they wouldn't be anywhere near as big as they are. Correct. His voice is palatable to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, especially the Master of Puppets voice all the way through the Black Album. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's the voice that like that's why Metallica is what they are is because of his voice. So okay. So if these aren't in order for you, Jay, you're just going. No, nah, I just I just wrote them down as I was uh, hanging out today because I didn't I didn't check the um, the notes app until this afternoon. You know, so busy, so busy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's your birthday too. Yeah. And I had no idea about this myself, so I I'm just sitting here. So uh, number nine for you, if me. You, if you want to chime in, chime in, man. You could, yeah. you know. I like how you said Sammy Hagar, man. Of course, you know I love. He's Sammy. He's, he's one of the greatest voices in 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 rock. Yeah, I mean he's Sammy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Sammy could sing on anything. And actually, you guys were talking Depeche Mode. Sammy actually covered a, De- a Depeche Mode song years ago. Did he? What song? On, on one of his records. What song is it? Oh, crap, John Biel. Well, I bet it was better than the original. Was it? He did. He didn't. He, I forget. But 
Was it on? Was it on? Um, Standing Hampton or later, or was it on? Oh, it was. It was just like within the past ten years. Oh, oh, okay. Oh yeah. Now I'm gonna look. Find it. Oh yeah. Sammy Hagar, Depeche Mode. All right. So as Johnny's looking that up, I'm gonna go. Yeah. My number nine, I have Mike Patton from Mr. Bungle, Faith No More, Phantomas. He's the man. Mike Patton's the man. He's on my list too. Yep. It was Personal Jesus. That's what he covered. Sammy Hagar and Fred. Oh, yeah. Bill Stone actually played guitar on it. Did he? Yeah. That's cool. I can't talk about Van Halen, so I'm not bringing it up. (laughs) He got got warned. He he got kicked in the shin. He did. I got buzzed on the phone. (laughs) Got buzzed. <laughs> no whammies, no whammies. So now, <laughs> Snake Style, uh, number eight for me is Lane Staley from Allison Chains. Lane Staley's the man. Yeah. He is the man. He was a name that I had on my list, and then I forgot to put him on there. Cool. What do you got, Jay, next? Well, let me ask you this question about Lane Staley, right? Out of out of those guys that are in, like, the, the main major grunge bands, right? Mm-hmm. If you were starting a band, which voice would you take from from their prime? Cornell. Would you take Eddie Vedder? Would you take Lane Staley? Would you take Scott Weiland? Would you take Chris Cornell? I'm taking or Kurt Cobain. I'm taking Cornell every time. Chris Cornell is one of the best singers I don't in any genre of all time. He's phenomenal. His range is uh, his emotion. Yeah. He's, he he's could just... sing back when he was in his prime. He could literally sing anything. Like you listen anything. to Outshine and stuff. It's like, you know, those screams and stuff. He's getting a little metal in there. He's singing high up. He's and he, he can Jay. sing the slower stuff, the softer stuff, the harder stuff, the in between. The, the mm-hmm. you know, he could. He, when he was in his prime, he could he could do it all. I saw him a month before you passed away, and he it was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Yeah, he didn't, he, up till he, 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 he passed, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, he he's such a and plus he played guitar. He wrote some of the best Soundgarden riffs mm-hmm. they had too. You know, he wrote uh, "Rusty Cage." His concert was him and another guy. It was just two of them. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. I like the the Double O Seven theme that you did. I don't know about yeah. that. Chris Cornell, that? he covered he he did the theme for one of the Bond movies. Did he? Oh. Mm-hmm. We probably heard it on the commercials then, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah he's amazing. Hi, yeah. Jay. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Did you say another one? Did I? I don't know. Um, well, you already said Bjorn. I'm going with him, too, on mine. Uh, this is going to be a popular one. Kip Winger. Mm. Mm-hmm. Kip Winger. <laughs> what did you say? Yep. <laughs> Kip Winger. Kip Winger. Kip Winger. I've always, dude, I've always loved his voice. You have. You've um, always been a big. I, I've fan. seen, I've seen them live. I've seen live videos. Um, seen them nude. I've seen him. I've seen videos of him play at like in in the entrance way or whatever of like a ski lodge back in the day when he nobody gave a crap with people talking around him, and he is just. Man, I've I've always been a fan. And listen, you could say all you want about Winger, Kip Winger. Just know that literally of any of those glam metal or hard rock bands that were in the same category as Winger in the late 80s, early 90s, the talent in Winger, the band, blew literally every one of those other bands away. Like they were just ridiculous musicians 
think we got to throw the road trip in now because you're crazy. You're crazy <laughs> right now. Yep. I like you, man. You're crazy. <laughs> you're crazy. You got a dude. Neck. It's my one. It's my one. Uh, my one. When I was typing it in, I started like, I can't wait to say this one. Guilty pleasure. Hi, hi. <laughs> Jay's got that poster in his bedroom. I saw it. Oh, dude, I, I wish. See, that's that's the. I always try to get the Kip Winger five o'clock shadow. That's. Yep. I can't and do the chest hair. There you go. <laughs> the next one is, uh, the, those fo- that photos of the playgirls I sent you, Kurt. That, uh, Jay, yeah. <laughs> those are it. Jay, Jay imagines runs fingers through that hair like it's a Zen garden on his Dude, head. I wish I had that hairdo. Imagine I, imagine I came on the show with that hairdo. Then we would kick you off that show. <laughs> and if you ever I'm looked at me like that, we would fight. Dude. Love me some winger. He looks like he should be in Lost Boys. Michael. <laughs> Yo, Michael. if Winger came out in like 85, they would have been. I mean, I know when they came out and stuff and the second album came out. He came out. They were obviously pretty big. <laughs> but if they would have come out like four years earlier, three years earlier than they did, they would have been like through the roof as far as their popularity and, and stuff like that. No, they they I'll, I'll admit I I had all their well I didn't have their third record I I had totally lost interest by that point but mm-hmm. that first album and that second album I had and I saw them live and I I, I <laughs> you like that one huh? and um <laughs> yeah I I they were great and it just you know it was the wrong it was the right place right time and then it was the wrong place wrong time for them yeah it's almost like yeah because. Obviously, the song that put them on the radar or on the map was 17. But it's also the song that killed them. Like, if if they didn't, if it wasn't for that song. Hey, she went to jail because she's only. Well, not, not in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> he went there. Exactly. Encourage down there. But no, it's, 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 that's what I'm saying is like, you know, you could, in the 80s, you could put out songs like that. But once it got to grunge, man, you know, and you're known for a song like that, any of that glam stuff, yeah, you know, you're, you were done, you were toast, it's, it's, man. It's it's yeah. over, yeah, over. True, very true. All right, well, we talked way too long about Kip Winger. Uh, Kurt, can you go? And yeah, to look at this would be anymore? a controversial one. Um, John Bush. So, I was introduced to Anthrax with Sound of White Noise. Um, I think I was a sophomore in high school in uh, driver's ed. People could bring their own CD on the day they were driving to listen to. And one of my buddies brought that CD and I immediately fell in love with it. Um, so awesome. and I know Jay sent me some of the older stuff on anthrax, but uh, I think I thought John Bush's voice was very metal and awesome. So when you're introduced yeah. to a band at a certain point, that's kind of that's, the starting point, it. you know? Yeah. I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah. And, and you know, like you said, I think that's pretty much why they, they got rid of Joey and went with John Bush is because, you know, at that time, 91 night. Well, I think, yeah, it would have been 91. 92, right? When that album came out, 93, 93, I think, you know, so they were, yeah, 93. Yeah. So they were, uh, they were trying to sound a little heavier and a little more metal 
less, well, I guess less thrash metal, you know, because Joey Belladonna's voice, which, you know, I'm anthrax to me is Joey Belladonna, his voice with that music. Agreed. But, but I understand, you know, with like Jimmy, you know, or, or Gizmachi drummer, he loves the John Bush anthrax. Well, not loves it, but he, he'd prefer John Bush over Prefers it. Yeah. Yeah. Way more. Uh, I like the but, sound of white noise. That's a great album. Oh, it, yeah. But it's the only great album that they put out with John Bush, in my opinion. Yeah. Do you think it's because of him or do you think it was the music? I think it's more of the music than John Bush after that. I think, well, I think it was, yeah, the music at, at the same time. Like they, a lot of those metal bands didn't, they didn't put out full metal albums anymore. They were trying mm -hmm. to kind of blur the lines to get accepted by the people that, you know, the younger audience, I guess. Agreed. It was fresh, um, right? Freshness, new, new, yeah. uh, but the it's new almost like, thing. yeah, almost, you know, I don't, I don't think sound of white noise is as, as good as 5150, but it's almost the same thing. You get a band that's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. This would have been Anthrax's sixth album, sixth sound of white noise, I believe. Yeah. So it's yeah. almost like the same, same point in the career as a Van Halen where you get a new singer in there everybody's juiced up again, you know, and the excitement. Yeah, I was going to mention that, but then I couldn't. <laughs> but, then, but then what? I remember I couldn't. Oh. <laughs> to we actually are going to make a change of name for the show tonight, too. <laughs> Kurt Bush. It's about time. Yeah. Kurt um, All right, so Kurt, give us another one. John Bush. All right, another, another controversy. Jerry Cantrell. Really? Yeah. You listen really? to a lot of that uh, Alice in Chains stuff and his solo stuff. Um, he was the other half of that uh, He was of that band with yeah. uh, his voice. He's got an amazing um, voice. Yeah. <laughs> and check the writing credits. He wrote the melodies and the lyrics in the majority mm -hmm. of, of Alice in Chains uh, music. I didn't listen. Yeah. He, I know he came out last year with a, yep. a, a other solo album. I didn't listen to it. I should, but degradation okay. trip. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. That came out oh, yeah. like in the early two thousands, and uh, I was a big fan. No, I, I, I haven't album. listened to it in a long time, and I didn't really think about it. But I'm definitely going to listen to it right after the show tonight. So and I've seen Alice in Chains seven times, and Jerry Cantrell sing, uh, solo once. Nice. Another, that's another reason why I would choose like Cornell over um, what Lane Staley, because Cornell wrote, you know, his yeah. stuff. You know? Yeah, so. correct. Um, Jay, what do you got next? Oh, um, well, you already said Mike Patton. Um, I'm going to go with a little bit of a uh, Maynard James Keenan from Tool. Yeah, he was <laughs> on my honorable mentions. Yeah, vulnerable mentions. Um, sorry, vulnerable mentions. So sorry. Yep. Hell yeah. He's another reason why you know a vocalist obviously can make or break your band, but you got certain guys that obviously he his voice is is no, he's another one of those guys that his voice takes that band up a few notches just because of the uniqueness, and obviously he can sing his ass off. Mm -hmm. um, but he's most you know the majority of the reason why that band is is where they are sure cool um my next my next one 
is uh, from one of my favorite bands who I'm going to see in a couple weeks. Chino Moreno, Deftones, Crosses. Hell yeah, I love Chino. I know uh, Jay's not a huge Chino fan. It's not on my list. But um, I, just, I love Chino. Just, I think. Missed. just missed by like <laughs> that much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I love his singing, his screaming, um, his crooning. I, I'm a big fan. Plus he... His uh, a lot of his inspirations are bands I love, like Morrissey. I love Morrissey. I think Morrissey's awesome. I know Johnny Bean loves Morrissey. Johnny Bean, huh? <laughs> I tried to set you up right there. Morrissey? It was like an alley oop. Nah, are are you a Morrissey a, fan? He's a yeah. What about like I'd the Smiths? I'd rather listen to Morrissey than Deftones. What's going on right now? I'd rather listen to Jim Morrison. <laughs> No, I'd rather listen to Tinnitus. I'd rather see more of Kip Winger's chest hair. I'd rather floss with Kip's chest hair than listen. <laughs> wow. All right, we're going to move on. So my number six I have is uh, Phil Peach and Selmo from Pantera. And down. Love, I love... Uh, Love Phil, even though I think uh, his vocals fell off after a period of time. But oh, oh really? Is, is this is this news? Is this uh, rolling off the presses as we speak? The ink's still wet, guys. It's my turn. It's my turn. Damn it! I'm Sorry. trying to talk. My Thank bad. you. But um, yeah. Um, everything through Great Southern Tranquil. I, I just I I love his voice. Um. Some of his lyrical content was a huge fan of because I'm not a big fan of drugs. That doesn't work for me. But um, but besides that, I just I think he fit perfectly with Pantera. I really do. So yeah. So that was uh, so Chino and then uh, Philip H and Selmo. Jay, what, do you, what else you got? Wasn't it? Is it Kurt's turn? No, it's a snake draft. Yeah, oh. with snake in it. Oh. <laughs> trout, trouser <laughs> trout. <laughs> trouser snake. You might want to watch out. It's liable to strike. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with a little bit One bite from this snake will kill you. Oh, shit, it just bit me. (laughs) (laughs) Look at this. You see this? The fang. Um, I'm going to go with a little bit of uh, Tim Ripper Owens. Anybody? Anybody? Tim Ripper Owens from... uh, uh, Judas Priest, right? Was in Judas Priest took over, obviously, for Rob Halford, which is no easy task. But he's he's more or less, I know he has his own stuff going on, but he's been on, um, he's been on, obviously, some guest appearances with, uh, you know, other bands. But he was also in, um, oh my God, why can't I think of the band's name right now? He did two records with, um, oh crap, somebody help me out, man. <laughs> You guys aren't gonna know anyway. Um, and I've I've always just been a huge fan of because he's he's one of those guys as well. Like you can, he can do so many different um, styles with his voice. Look at Brian, <laughs> like a like a shriveled up dickhead. <laughs> like you know. You know when like you wake up and it's just been smashed all night, like and you, and you, you go to take a whiz in the morning. 
You're pissing on the wall. Speaking See, of guys, you know when you're tight with Jay, when he starts saying that you look like a penis that's been smashed against the wall. He's saying with Ingve Malmsteen. <laughs> no, um, Iced Earth. Iced Earth. The first record he did with Iced mm. Earth, um, the, gr- the Glorious Burden. If there's any thrash metal fans in here, or metal fans, give The Glorious Burden a listen. Yeah, he's in Charred Walls of the Damned with um, Richard Christie, who I'm a huge fan of. Obviously, his comedy and his drumming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I just... I've. He's one of those guys that if I like did that type of like metal record, I would love to have him like sing on it. You know, he can do all that stuff, you know, the heavy stuff, the the falsetto, ah, you know, all that that glorious stuff that, that that you know he's known for. And not sound cheesy when he does it either. That's what I love about it. Cool. It's like some guys, some guys do that, and you're like, <clears throat> you know, and then Tim Ripper Owens do it. It's like, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh. All right, what else, what's your next one? All right, uh, Dave Mustaine. Whoa, Megadeth. Uh, sure? Yeah, sure I like him, uh, especially well, stuff from the '90s. I think he's got a very unique voice, and um, it's singable stuff. You want to sing along with it? I like it. Wow. Hello, me. Yeah. Meet the real. Yeah, I, I, this is awesome. <laughs> that's cool what about you John? argue that it's awesome but like it's a very like you said it's a very unique style it's almost like the heavy metal version of like axel rose with that type of like nasally throaty you know that type of stuff yeah um, great great uh that's perfect yeah meet me in your level sorry um, yeah he's one of those voices it's like you instantly know it's him it's 100%. not I mean, I, I don't want to say this publicly, but it's like, is it, well, it's not as, like, how would you say this? It's not like, uh, you know, you're not going to give out any, like I said before, you're not going to enter any singing uh, singing contests, right? But for some reason, it works with that music, and it's probably part of the reason why Megadeth was, is, you know, is, is what they are, because of, of that unique voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Johnny? Any other uh, singers that you want to mention? You're talking metal? Well, hard metal, rock. Hard rock. I, mean, dude, I mentioned Kip Winger, for Christ's sake. Hard I think rock? You can just, you know. <clears throat> uh, I mean, a lot of the guys you already mentioned. I mean, Hagar, um, Chris Cornell. I like it. Who, who mentioned Cranberries? That was interesting. because I did. They're not really, I mean, they're not metal, but. They're hard rock. Um, yeah. Actually, the last NAM show that I went to, I drone, and yeah, that's yeah. all I listened to was, was Cranberries. Actually. I love Cranberries. Hell yeah. I listen to them all the time, every day. Cool. Wow, Smitty with the, Dave is the best unconventional metal. I'd, I'd put metal there, you know, metal vocalist. Yeah, it's, it's true, you know. Because yeah. that type of voice, you don't know if the masses are gonna are gonna listen to that and be like, "Oh yeah, I like that." You know, there there's some bands I'll turn on sometimes, and they're like the music's cool, and then some weird vocalist will come in like, "What the, what is that?" You know, like they're just trying to be weird just for the for the sake of being weird. Sure. Yeah. Okay. 
So Jay, what's uh what's another one you have? Um I'm gonna go with a little bit of Bruce Dickinson. Hmm. Because obviously he could sing. He got he's gotten better as as he's aged. When you watch some of those live concerts from the from the eighties and stuff, you know, I think he was might have been partying a little bit back then. But uh once his cardio was up and he got a little older and took it a little more seriously, um, you know, that 2000, I think, video rock in rio or whatever made in whatever the hell their their rio one is called where there's like 100 was it hundred thousand people or some crap i mean i know some of the stuff might be overdubbed but i don't know if if maiden really does that with with his voice you know but uh he's just phenomenal um and he's another one of those guys that who was the original maiden singer uh, i forget his name but if he if bruce Dickinson, huh uh, Boris Karloff, I think. No, no, no. Isn't it no, like he's Paul, a big, big, hefty guy? Paul D. Uh, something, right? Yeah, Paul. This, yeah, yeah. Paul Blart. If, yeah. <laughs> if uh, Bruce Dickinson wasn't the singer in that band, Paul Diano. There you go. Thank you. I hope I'm saying it right. But I know there's a lot yeah, of Diano. original Iron Maiden fans. You know, Paul that Diano. like the first album or two, whatever the hell it was. We got a prank caller calling in. But Dickinson is Dickinson is as big as they are, or Dickinson. Jesus Christ. Iron Maiden's as big as they are because of Bruce Dickinson's voice. Agreed. Are you guys taking calls? Quick quick calls. Hey, you're on the air. I was just gonna say Paul Diano, but uh, yeah, somebody put it in the chat already. Schmidt Skip Winger. (laughs) Is this Paul Diano himself? This careful Diano. Vocalist for me, gotta say. Is this awesome. Kip? On the... <laughs> Who, who's calling? That's Schmeichel. Where, where, where are you calling from? <clears throat> I know who this is because well, it says for one thing, but I also I talk to this guy every night over on. Well, there you go. Over on <laughs> Dick Twitch. Biggison. Is this Smitty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Jay? Oh. Yeah. Cheers, boys. Cheers. Uh, some very good picks so far. Thanks, Thanks man. Mitty. Right on, man. I'll see you later, dude. <laughs> see you Bye, later, dude. Too. Hang ten. Hang ten. Goodbye, eh? <laughs> Take off, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you poser. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you could put Halford up there as well. Um, mm-hmm. Dick yeah. Biggins. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Biggins, and I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, uh, how many left do you have? I got like four or five left. You guys will oh probably God. tar and feather me. Uh, no, you go ahead. Why don't you why don't you rattle a few off? Because pretty much the rest of mine have been mentioned except one. So go ahead. You guys know Brent Smith? Shine down. Yeah. This is a perfect uh, time to take a to take a lead. I'm a big fan of Shine Down. Uh, I think he's got an amazing <laughs> voice. See, there you go. Now I can talk about Jay's face for a while. Um, yeah, I think I like Brent Smith. I think he's awesome. Um, let's see, what else do I have here? Chris Cornell's been mentioned. Um, you know who Josie Scott is? Saliva. Yeah, the guy from Saliva. Yeah, he sucks. From Memphis, Tennessee. He's kind of got a. Uh, you don't. What do you say, Brand? 
No, I'm just busting your balls. I just wanted to see what you were going to say. I was like, he sucks. Yeah, he got kicked out of the band um, like 10 years ago. But uh, I think they were better with him. He's got kind of a country-type metal voice. So he was one on my list. Um, A big one, Ozzy Osbourne. Um, I like the like No More Tears and Osmosis era in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Ozzy really had it together back then. Um, yeah. He wasn't a huge Black Sabbath You mean band. Sharon had Ozzy together back then? I thought, man, I thought I heard something, but I didn't. Just in my <laughs> head. I mean, how could you how could you not have Ozzy on the list? Mm-hmm. I don't, but I, I I don't disagree with you. <laughs> but also, Ozzy's not those, like those. Yeah, those albums in the late '90s, um, his vocals were tracked incredibly well. I mean, I I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I still I like it. I too. still this day listen to it. <clears throat> Octopus Ears think, makes Jay? a good point. I mean, he says Ozzy is very one-dimensional, but again, he's one of those guys that every right every. Whether it's Black Sabbath, obviously when he went solo, it's it's you know his voice is one of those voices that it's like it's Ozzy Osbourne, yeah. and the guy, the guy can hardly walk, and he just did uh, you know his albums the last three or four years. He can still sing, you know. But do you which th- is, it's do you amazing. Think he really wants to do it anymore. Do you think it's just Sharon being like, no, that money's going to still keep rolling in there. You're, you're yeah, going to stand in front of that goddamn microphone. It's money, right? Yeah. I'm trying to think what that last. Yeah, that album "Scream." When did that come out? Two thousand ten. Gosh, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he still had the chops back then. I've never. Uh, is that a good album? It off live. There's two songs on there that are good. Yeah. Oh, two songs. Jesus. <laughs> but, I mean, come on. Right. Not Add cool. them to the list. Well, why, you yeah. know? Um, I know I for me, like it's got to be three or four songs on the album to make it a good album, but there's a couple good songs on it. Three or four? What? That's it? <laughs> what, do you want all ten to be? No, it's, I think it's got to be at least 75%. Like, mm-hmm. no skippers. Maybe even close to 80%. Kurt, you do you. Don't worry. You do you, buddy. I would agree with you, Jay, back in the day when you bought a CD or a tape or vinyl. But nowadays when you can go into Spotify or Apple Music and you can pick two or three songs off each album and make your own album, like it's right there at your fingertips. It's easy. No, I'm with you, but I, I, I just feel like, you know, for a band to be considered a great band, yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. you gotta put out it consistently. You know, there might be a couple, you know, filler songs on an album. You know, two songs on like a ten song album that you might be like, eh. You mm-hmm. know, they they needed to fill the time up. Sure, but Kurt, do you have anyone anyone else? Um, James Hetfield was on there as well, but you guys already said that. That's about it. Anything you want to add to James Hetfield? Because I, I could listen to this all day. <laughs> no, he's the ultimate front man, you know. Um he's the backbone of that band. 
Um, and I think he's another unique singer, you know, um, just with his, I don't even know what you call him. You know, the way he extends the words out when he sings them, uh, it's very catchy. And um, he's one of those, another guy, I know he doesn't drink anymore, but love to have a beer with him, right? Yeah. Probably tell some cool stories. Have no duels with them. <laughs> yeah, or Coors Cutters. Yeah, I've 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 described his voice before as like uh, velvet sandpaper. You know, like obviously he sang with rasp and all that stuff and heavy, but there was something smooth about it that was just, you know, just- it was like an iron iron worker that uh, works in dust and smoke all day, but he can sing. You know, got the black lung. Yeah, man. Speaking of Hetfield, yeah. did you get those picks, Brian? I did. Yeah, I did. You try I, I them out for them. I love them. Yeah, I know. Did, did you try them out? Yeah. Jay still has awesome. his in the condom. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping they were. Never mind. I, I got. I've unfurled mine and I've been using it. I was actually. I had a beating today, and I'm playing after during the meeting. It was great. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Jay, is there any other singers that you didn't you know? Mention? I threw in, I got, I put Sebastian Bach on there as well, because I think um, Slave to the Grind is one of the best vocal performances on any hard rock slash heavy metal album. Um, I'm sure there were moments. (laughs) I'm sure there were moments in that studio when they were recording that album. When, when guys were looking around at each other, like, holy shit, did you hear that take? Did you hear that note he just hit? You know, like that's a that's a producer's dream in the studio has got to be like, you know, you have to know your limitations of the artist you're working with. You know, you you can't have some guitar player that, you know, is pretty much a rhythm guitar player and start suggesting, hey, can you throw this, this sweep in here on this part? And, you know, this this crazy pentatonic thing like you got to know people's limitations when you're working with them. Sure. And could you imagine being a producer on that record and knowing that you could suggest anything to this singer? And they could pull it off, you know. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. Yeah, no, Sebastian, Sebastian Bach was the man. Yeah, I agree. Smitty says he cooked lunch for Hetfield when he was in Vancouver to record the Black Album. Was he cool? I've heard mixed reviews of uh, of old Hetfield. <laughs> Papa Het. Yeah, I heard he was cool. I heard Did it you work at the uh, restaurant they were at in uh, <coughs> the documentary when they're in Vancouver? <laughs> Oh, is that the one? Sitting... <laughs> I don't know. That <laughs> might. The three that's... Sit, sit I'm, the I'm sure that. Yeah, I'm sure they went to multiple restaurants. <laughs> yeah, it was that was the one night they went to some nice restaurants. <laughs> they were eating salad or something. I think they're. <laughs> that's um, awesome. I have. I don't want to say an honorable mention, but I wanted to throw somebody in there that's kind of like, in a, a band that. You know, I like. I feel they're still in their prime. And, and getting more popular. Um, singer from Crazy Licks, man, Danny Rexon. Um, mm. I think he's awesome. And they played the uh, Monsters of Rock Cruise with uh, our buddy Caleb and Nerd Halen. And literally 15 minutes before Crazy Licks was going on stage, Caleb went backstage, called him over, and said, hey, you know, a buddy of mine, his daughter is five years old, she loves crazy licks, you know, can you just say hi to her? And Danny was cool enough to, you know, have Caleb film him saying hi to Ellie and, and blah, blah, blah. 
That's and, awesome. Cheap you know, and, you know, Kurt and, and, and Brian, you, you know, this having kids like, you know, if some somebody that some artist or band or whoever it is that you like and your kid likes, if they take five seconds to do something like that for them, I mean, you know, the respect goes up, you know, a shitload. Hell yeah. That's oh, yeah. awesome. My son's That's really wearing cool. his Gizmachi shirt today because it's Metal Wednesday. Hell yeah. If only, like if only I was as cool as Danny Rexon. He laid it <laughs> out in his bedroom like three days ago waiting for Wednesday. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Tell him, tell him we said I. I will. Jay, you have any, anyone else? I think that was it, man. Um... Jay, what do you think of Miles Kennedy from Alter Bridge? He's I think awesome. he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's again one of those guys that can sing for anybody and uh, and nail it. Um, yeah, I think he he did. There was a rock cruise a couple years ago, um, where I think George Lynch, and I think it was the I think it was Lynch Mob actually at the time, and Miles Kennedy was singing for them, and they played some old docking tunes, and he it was like whoa, you know you 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 haven't heard those songs sang or sung sang sing sung sang sung like sing, that yeah since the album sung, sung. like since like 87 you know 85 or whatever um but he's you know I'm, I'm a fan of him in alter bridge um yeah he's he's got a he's got a great voice again one of those guys that can sing for anybody in that genre and, and pull it off great yeah. yep he's from spokane washington just right up the road from me it's not spokane <laughs> spokane just north of Oregon. <laughs> Oregon. Oregon. We got some we got some great names. Uh, yeah, Gary Bucknoff. I'm surprised, Boner Jams, that you didn't mention Corey Taylor. I haven't finished up yeah, yet. The chat, the, chat, the chat's been putting in some good names, too. Yeah, sure. Devin Townsend. Devin Townsend's right? awesome. Talented uh, musician on the planet. All right, so I, I have uh, two, a couple real quick. Um, a couple of them we already mentioned, but uh, for a number, you know, I had Greg Pucciato from Dillinger. I love his voice. I think he's cool as hell. Um, big fan of him. Jens Kidman from Meshuggah. We talked about Meshuggah earlier. Chris Cornell, obviously. Jonathan Davis. Um, honorable mention, a person I forgot to mention before, and I can't believe I left him off, is Zach Della Rocca from uh, Rage Against Machine. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. Dude, he says one word. Everyone knows it's him. Everyone knows. Oh, that's Rage. You know? Plus, his, his screaming is awesome. Was awesome. But he's not. I have, um, I have all their I have all their stuff. Yeah. He's not mm -hmm. in, like top 10 on my list, but I I would feel terrible if we didn't discuss him. But my number one singer of all time of any genre or anything is Corey Taylor. For 5,000 reasons, which we can't discuss. But... Corey Taylor can sing. He he was one of the first singers that screams that I can understand everything he says. I don't have to look at the I know what he's saying. Like it's he enunciates everything properly. Like you can really understand him even when he's you know screaming. <laughs> I'm trying not to swear, but he's <laughs> <laughs> he um I don't know. I just I think Corey Taylor is you know, it's like a, to me is my like my rock metal god him and jim root love them and uh 
So yeah, Corey Taylor by far is number one for me. Five thousand clicks on the boner track. <laughs> Fully erect, eleven. <laughs> like this never. Oh man, I, yeah, I got to remember this. Yeah, it's here. it's almost going backwards. It's so flaccid. <laughs> Mike, yeah. you're in. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but keep um, them coming in the chat, guys. Was that? I'm coming. Keep keep them coming in the chat, guys. Yeah, Who your majestic BB and J cat. I did not mention Lejean. I should have. I I'm a huge Seven Dust fan. Um, yeah, he, he's great. Definitely honorable mention for him. And no, Soli Erna does not make the cut. He doesn't make any cut. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's that's our uh, I guess our top metal singers in hard rock. From Kurt J. Johnny and that was fun. B James. You guys uh, want to see something yeah. cool? Jesus. Look at look at this. Jay, you're gonna freak out. You ever seen Cemetery, a grown man naked? Cemetery just sent this in. He said that he also was a part of this. Look at this, man. Oh. Oh Hell my god. god. Would you look at that? That's awesome. Yep. Wow. Caterer. Now I know what he's a hell of a cook. Yeah, he must be. That's great. Yeah. Jay, I know you wanted to uh quickly talk about um a movie. Is that correct? He's on the phone with his mother. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, so Metal Lords. Um, you haven't checked it out yet i know it's about i i was going to watch it and then i took a coma i fell asleep for a long time so now um tell, tell us about yeah. it yeah so uh my son and i we watched it on sunday i was telling you uh in the green room it was filmed in portland oregon um it's about a guy in high school who is just a metal fanatic and uh he recruits this We'll call him a nerd to play drums and the whole movie, we won't give do the spoiler, but the whole movie they're trying to form a band and they're trying to recruit a bass player so they can be whole. And uh, the whole for thing, the battle of the bands. Yeah. For the battle of bands, which is cool to think that schools still do that. Um, and in the battle of bands is a bunch of different genres and uh, the metal guys are kind of the redhead stepchild, I would say in the school. Um, but what I liked about the movie is the whole thing had teasers and flashes of all the metal that we all love, whether it be posters, songs, um, cameos, uh, guitars, amps, guitars, amps, posters, t-shirts. Um, it, it, it was great. I was very surprised. Um, my son's watched it again. He's watched it yeah. twice now. Um, but I thought it was great. Um, and I was telling Jay, Tom Morello was the producer for the music on it. Yeah, the music director or whatever they want to. Yeah. Yeah. Side and, note, um, Kurt, what is what does your son listen to? Like what what's his favorite bands? Man. He listens to everything. I'll put it that I'll put it that way. Um lately he's been listening to this band from Pasadena. They're really hot in the late 70s, 80s, and 90s, but I can't mention their name. 
They have um, brothers playing the band, you know. Yeah. Oh, Pantera. <laughs> they had a very flamboyant lead singer (laughs) but he listens to everything um like when he rides in the car with me i'll be playing something and he's got uh shazam out and he's like getting all these songs because you know he he digs it all but you got to check out the movie jay what what do you think i loved it um jeff t kind of sums it up he says it wasn't cheesy and that's you know us hard rock and metal fans i mean we all can admit we're sticklers with stuff we we're very we're purists right if something isn't done right we can tell if something's not real right we can tell if some hollywood director or writer did something and it's like Mm -hmm. this this person has no clue at all you know it's almost like when you watch a football or a baseball movie or a sports movie and the stars in the movie you could tell never threw a baseball before in their life you know right that's why Major League was so awesome because Charlie Sheen was a college pitcher, you know. So it looked like right. he was throwing a hundred miles an hour. It was cool as hell. So everything and Kurt kind of said it like everything in this movie was done the right way. It wasn't cheesy. It was like it got you pumped. Like oh hell yeah, hell yeah, you know the music that was in it. It was awesome. It was a lot of classic metal. It was a lot of like uh, which called Blood and Thunder from um, Mastodon. Mastodon is in it. Like when that kicks in, yeah. it's like oh yes. Um, My favorite scene, Jay, sorry to cut you off, is when the kid's learning how to play um, drums mm-hmm. and it goes through like a week or two time period and he's getting better and better and better yep. when he's playing uh, Black Sabbath. That, uh, that was a great touch. Yeah. And again, if you've, if you've ever played an instrument, like we've all done that. We've we've played a song or songs. Usually you might pick a song and you just you notice yourself progressing and getting better at it. Like, you know, every day you're like, wow, you know? Um, and I was, what the hell else was I going to say about it? There was like, even the stuff that would be considered the cliche stuff in any type of movie that's like this, you know, Jeff T says that it wasn't cheesy where you're like, Oh God, look what they had to put that in there or, you know, typical, whatever. Like everything that they did that has that in there was done the right way. And it was almost like, like, uh, I don't want to say adoring, but just, you know, like, hell yeah, you know? Yeah, it's embracing. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Smitty Metal Wednesday, best Wednesday, hell yeah. (laughs) Thank you, man. But Brian, there's a cameo. Kurt Hammock, Tom Morello, Rob Halford. And who's the other D, person? D. Snyder, right? Jump it, no. Who was it? Did I see it? <laughs> it was when he was in the hot tub with the girl. Yeah, he was in the hot tub. The first one that pops up was... Uh... Ha- Crap, I can't remember the order. Because it's Halford, Hammett, Morello. Yeah. I think Halford first, right? And then Morello and then Hammett. Who's the fourth one that, that gets in there? Yeah, I can't remember. There was four of them. But it was cool. They, they, you know, I'm sure that was all shot separately and they transposed them in. But uh, yeah, it was, it was great. Yep. Some cool guitars. Jackson Flying V and the, the Ibanez. Um, he had a EVH Frankie hanging up and a couple different EVH amps. 
And how'd you like his rack that he had in between his cabinet and his and his head? <laughs> it was like, yeah, <laughs> back there was pretty funny. It was like it, only we would like laugh at that, you know. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. We'll definitely uh, check it out. And, and even even the song, even the uh, the song that they played, the original one that they that he's working on at from the, the beginning, you know, and stuff, and throughout. Yeah. Like even that song was cool. Like when it plays, I don't want to give it away, but obviously the song that they're working on is going to be played at the end. You knew it. You knew it was going to happen. Yeah. But it was like and a cool two song. Kids, two kids at the guitar center fighting over the rat pedal. Yeah. I mean, there's just a I, bunch of little like things that. If you're into it, you 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 know you you check chuckle. Yeah, and I think the cameo you're talking about—that's Scott Ian. Scott, yes, dude, God. what the hell? Why did I? Why did I? <laughs> I just looked it up. I'm looking at him right now. Why did I By say way, D. Snyder? I don't know. By I the can't way, he, we didn't get that, Jay. He was he was a guest on another show. Uh, that guy uh, becoming a guitarist is his channel, I guess. He had Scott Ian on the other day, and it was a pretty. I saw good, that. It was a really good interview. Yeah, it was really awesome. good. Scott Eaton's a man too. Oh, dude, he's a poster child. Yeah, he's sure. he's one of those um, guys in a band. It's very rare for somebody who's not the singer, obviously, right? Yep. He doesn't write the majority. You know, Charlie Benanti is the one who writes the majority of the riffs in that band. Yep. Um, I think Scott Ian is is a part of the vocals, though. I think, but usually for a guy, you know, and he's the rhythm guitar player. He's not the lead guitar player. Yep. And he's literally the front man of that band. Mm -hmm. He's the one yeah. that, you know, when you think of Anthrax, he's his face, you know. Scott Ian, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. So anyone who hasn't seen it, it's great. I mean, we don't get these kind of movies that often. Due to your Wi-Fi or just... Um, I was talking about Van Halen, so it was cutting it out. It was going through your filter. So real quick, I, I want to make sure I have a, like a little quick PSA. Um, all of us here are friends. We always bust each other's chops. We send messages to each other throughout the day. Um, and it's just fun to be on here to uh, you know, bust each other's chops in front of everyone else here. So it's uh, it's all in good fun. We all love each other. So it's uh cool so oh okay. yeah thank you thank you for, i just barely uh, got to know brian over the last six seven months and uh he called me today and i immediately picked up like i've known him for 20 years yeah same with jay you know even though i can't stand him and i try to ignore his phone calls whenever he calls but yeah absolutely Oh, Jay, are you, are you texting? Brian's seeing the text message that I'm sending right now. Because yeah, I, I know who you're texting. God, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think um, I, I know. Obviously, we're a little, few minutes over, so um, you know, thank you uh, everyone for. Whoa, 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 whoa! I have oh. a homework assignment. Oh, oh, do it. Yeah, there's there's an album. That I like everybody to listen to. If you're a metal fan, and and a guitar fan, if you like any kind of that, you know, shreddy guitar stuff. Now listen, I remember this name. Um, you know how Spotify. If anybody uses Spotify, I'm sure any of the streaming uh, platforms. If you listen to a band enough, it'll 
you know, bands that sound like or bands, you know, basically in the same category or, or whatever. So all of a sudden, a few weeks ago, does anybody remember the name Michael Romeo? Oh, God. Right? Anybody? <laughs> no. No. Well, he used to be in some of those like guitar videos of like, you know, instructional videos and stuff back a long time ago. He used to do the same type of like uh, neoclassical type stuff as, um, you know, Ingve, right? He's in a band called Symphony X, phenomenal player, but I was never, you know, never really a, a huge fan of like the music. You know, I knew he could play, obviously, from the instructional videos and all that stuff. So anyway, he came out with a solo album in 2018, and then he just came out with another one a few weeks ago, or maybe maybe a month ago now. So I started listening to the first album that came out in 2018. It's awesome. It's called uh, War of the Worlds Part One. And it's kind of about, you know, he's a, I guess, huge science fiction fan. So obviously there's elements of, you know, the War of the Worlds and, and stuff like that. Have anybody seen that or read it or listened to it? Um, but the songs, are, the songs are awesome. The playing is awesome. And the singer has two different singers on each, well, one different singer on each album. And I really like the guy that's on the first album, the 2018 album. I think his voice is awesome. Um, it's just, it's great stuff. I know you're laughing, Brian. No. I heard all this stuff. You'd actually be like, wow. That's I'm laughing at Danzig's metal. Uh, yeah. That's actually my favorite name in the chat is Glenn Danzig Eats Cum. I mean, that's... <laughs> Every time I see it, I just laugh. But Jay, Michael Romeo stuff, I have listened to what you sent. And oh, that's right. That's right. You heard the, the yeah. song. So I'm, I'm not or... laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. Okay. <laughs> Brian does Brian does his homework three weeks in advance. Uh, he doesn't take this lightly. Dude. The separations in the preparation. <laughs> he, he, uh, he's so funny. Like, obviously, he was the one who suggested doing a metal show, you know. But, like, I'll get I'll, I'll talk to him a couple times a week and he'll be like, "Hey, did you see the um the notes app for the show uh coming up in a couple weeks?" "Oh yeah, I saw the update, but I haven't checked it yet." You know, a few conversations later, "Hey, did you check the notes yet?" "Oh yeah, I got I got to do that." Literally the day of the show, I'm looking at him and I'm doing like Jay. 10 singers, 10 singers. Did I'm I'm walking the dogs, picking up dog shit like, "Oh yeah, I got to put that guy on the list, you know?" <laughs> Is this any different than uh, your homework style when you were in high school? No. It, yeah. Oh, it's you due are tomorrow. You I had six weeks to do it. It's due tomorrow. <laughs> and I didn't even. I didn't even... <laughs> yeah. Seems to be a pattern here. <laughs> I'm the biggest procrastinator, man. And you either love it or you hate it. All good. I'll check it out. War of the Worlds Part 1. Well, part 2. I mean, I've listened to it. It's really good too, but I just feel like, you know, I've, you get a band and it's like anything, right? Any kind of band, once you hear a, like a different singer, it's almost human nature to pick a favorite, right? right. Um, and I feel like the guy he had on the first, on the first War of the Worlds record is really, really awesome. So this is uh, Romeo, Tybalt, Mercutio, right? Capulets, Montagues. Is that the Romeo? names? Romeo. Oh, I know Michael Romeo. Yeah, Shakespeare. Oh. 
Who's a hung hung daddy? Well, I think it's you, dude. <laughs> hung daddy. Hung daddy. <laughs> Who's got the biggest PP here? It's got to be yep. Johnny. Fear my three inch. Isn't that? Is that should, I'm surprised that's not Gilmore. Fear my three inch. <laughs> We have to have him sign off if we can use it. Yeah. Well, thanks for letting me join today for Jay's birthday. It was fun. Absolutely. Was great. You know, I, I wish I wish we could like hang out. You know, it sucks that Brian. Well, it's I guess it sucks that I moved down here. But um, yeah, Rick Rick Castellano did the first record, and I think he completely crushed it. Um, but anyway. Yeah, you know. Oh, Barry McCockner stopped by. Just letting you know. Huge fan. <laughs> nice. I'll be doing that in about an hour. So let's wrap this up. <laughs> Takes Love an hour Barry. to get it up, huh? <laughs> no comment. Or pop two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, everybody, thanks for watching. It's a great, great month, great metal Wednesday. I think uh it was fun. And Kurt, thanks yeah. for uh you know. Thanks for yeah, being a dipshit. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being thanks here. for uh thanks for coming on, Kurt. It was it was fun. I knew it would be. And um great show, guys. And next month we'll talk a little bit about maybe I'll I'll tune in live from uh, my slipknot show with Brody. And uh, or Deftones and Gojira, and uh, hopefully we'll have some new Slipknot news, maybe a new single. We'll see. Um, and there, yeah, some hopefully some cool metal stuff will go on. So uh, thank you as always, Johnny. If you want right to take on. it away, right on. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, channel members. The channel member time. Channel membership is awesome here on on Johnny Bean TV. It is. Thank you so much, you guys. Um, uh, what else? I, I did Van Halen uh, Twitch show earlier tonight. Uh, that'll be uh, an upload here uh, tomorrow. And then we'll be live Friday for uh, the Van Halen show on Friday. Yeah. And we'll Brian will be tuning about... in for that. Absolutely. We'll talk about this week. Thank you again, Van Halen News Desk, for featuring last Friday's episode. That was amazing. Yeah, that was a, a nice Big time. That was a nice surprise. Very, very, very cool. Very cool. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Have a great yep. rest of the week. And um, that's all I got for you. Stay safe. All right. Good night, everybody. Thank you for watching. Michael Romeo.
Thank you, Jeff T. Thanks, Jeff T. Yeah. Yeah. Love you all. And please leave a review on Google. Please. And please leave a comment on this video. And grinder. And farmers only. And OnlyFans. <laughs> Mormon.org. <laughs> Did you say mormen.org? <laughs> Mormon sort. Mormon sort. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.